The Microsoft Activision Blizzard deal is not sitting well with Sony. As they answer a questionnaire, they're worried that Call of Duty in particular is a title that simply cannot be replicated and could be problematic for the industry. We're going to be breaking it all down. I'm going to give you all the information right here at the beginning of the video. These videos are long, but I try to give you a short summary right here at the start. That way you don't have to go looking for it. Make sure and hit subscribe and the bell button so you don't miss these live streams and discussions if you want to be here for the breakdowns. This is a Reforge update. Microsoft Activision Blizzard deal has Sony worried about one particular title, and Microsoft has responded in a sort of strange way, considering how much money they spent on this deal, if and when it finally does go through. If you like these quick updates, hit subscribe and the bell button, and check out Reforge Gaming, where I discuss them in a longer format as a live stream. So the gamer.com said the following. The thoughts of those working at Sony about the deal come in the form of a questionnaire issued to the company and other major players such as Apple, Ubisoft, and Google. As highlighted by Reset Era and reported by Push Square, this is a standard practice when a deal of this magnitude is in the process of being approved. It needs to be receiving the okay from regulators as well as people around the world in order to get an idea of how the deal might affect the industry. So, you got the regulate the regulators and then you got the industry folks kind of all weighing in and Sony is looking at this and saying we we don't think this is a great idea for one particular title. I don't think they're trying to get in the way of the acquisition. I think they're worried about Call of Duty. PushSquare.com said specifically the manufacturer points out that Call of Duty is an essential game, a blockbuster, a triple A type game that has no rival and a release that can influence users console choice sony says that it's impossible to create a competitor and even if it could stump up the cost the series is so entrenched that it would not be able to rival it so essentially what sony is saying is no one can even create a game of that magnitude and even if they did they wouldn't compete they wouldn't even come close to how entrenched Call of Duty is. It would be a massive business undertaking. According to Sony, each annual Call of Duty release takes approximately three to five years to develop as Activision releases one Call of Duty game per year. That plan is changing, but they have up to this point. This equates to an annual investment of hundreds of millions of dollars. Approximately 1,200 people work on each version and another 1,500 are involved in publishing and distribution. Thus, Call of Duty alone has more development Developers than most game companies employ across its entire development portfolio, even AAA studios. So Call of Duty has more people working on it than most studios even have working for them. This is not, you know, given to the nature of the fact that they put multiple studios, I think nine in total, on the Call of Duty franchise to ensure that it would become the level that it is. According to Sony, not even Battlefield can compete. No other developers can devote the same level of resources and expertise in game development. Even if they could, Call of Duty is so overly trenched that it has no rival, no matter how relevant they are or even trying to catch up. And they compared it to Battlefield to illustrate this point. Even when it's bad, it's good, according to Sony. When you look at Call of Duty historically and how it sold, they said that 
players would be unlikely to switch to alternative games as they would lose that familiarity, those skills, and even the friends that are playing the game. Even in weaker years like 2021, Call of Duty still managed to outperform most other games by a considerable margin. Call of Duty Vanguard, for example, was widely regarded as weaker than previous years' titles, but was still one of the best-selling games of 2021. 21. In other words, even in a bad year, players remain loyal to the brand and continue to buy the game. It's not surprising that Sony is familiar with the influence of Call of Duty. They spent for exclusivity stuff in the past. Well, Microsoft has responded. According to GameRant.com, in its latest effort to defend the Activision Blizzard acquisition against the naysayers, Microsoft has stated that the publisher of Call of Duty Diablo and World of Warcraft and other assorted intellectual properties do not, in fact, have any, quote, must-have games in the library. This information comes from the Microsoft letter to the Commerce Commission of New Zealand as a justification for the acquisition at large. I actually think this response is kind of silly given the the amount of money they spent on this acquisition and if you just look at quantity of sales claiming that they don't have any must-haves in their library, number one is a weird way to downplay all of the property you just bought. Well, none of these are must-haves. Secondly, it doesn't really stand up to scrutiny when you look at the economic reality of Call of Duty success as well as some of the other larger titles in the library like Diablo and World of Warcraft. Beyond that, saying they're not must-haves, well, then why would you spend that amount of money on the acquisition? What do you think? Do you think Sony's concern is valid? Are they trying to stand in the way of a deal just because they think it's going to hurt them competitively? Or is what they're saying legitimate? As always, you can check out Reforge Gaming where I stream longer and discuss these things. If you like the quick updates here, hit subscribe and the bell button, and I'll see you in the next video. And I'll see the rest of you right now. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. What do you make of this? Who is, uh, who's got this right? Are these not must-have titles that you spent almost $40 billion on? Or, uh, <laughs> or is Sony right? I mean, wh- where do you land on this one? Because, like, listen, I, I don't think necessarily that whenever these sorts of acquisitions go through that anybody should necessarily just try to get in the way just because they don't want the other company to own property. But you have to consider the reality of Call of Duty and its size. I I think Sony should be worried. I do. I think Sony should be worried. Like, hey, look, man, this will influence console buying. Now, listen, I was wrong about one aspect of this in the past. Whenever we debated this, I said, I don't think people will switch consoles for Call of Duty. But I also said, I don't think Microsoft will make Call of Duty a console exclusive because there's just so much money that they would be making. The better route to return on investment is to is to have that that game available on PlayStation because that's where the lion's share of the audience is. And some will move, but not enough to warrant the exclusivity. They would lose money in that deal. Their shareholders might even get involved and say, listen, you have a fiduciary duty to us to increase profit margins and you're shrinking the footprint of one of the largest properties that you bought you're going to lose money by doing so we're going to sue you if you do this like the shareholders might get involved sony might not have to do anything now apparently according to sony they don't agree with me i thought not that many people are going to switch consoles for call of duty but sony's like no 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 no. you need to look at the numbers you need to look at how successful 
this franchise is how many sales that they actually track and hit every single year there is absolutely no way people are just going to sit by and be like i guess i won't buy the next call of duty if it goes xbox only according to sony a lot of people would switch i'm not sure if it would be enough to justify the decision that's where i land on it yo guys do me a favor go through your morning rituals make sure you are on live chat make sure you have smash a like button let's go for a quick 200 like climb we already have basically 100 let's shoot for the next milestone i want to know what you guys think about this so put your thoughts in chat if you've never been here before click subscribe so you can talk in my chat i love you to disagree with me i would love for you to disagree with me on this i love you i love you too i like I, I, <laughs> I love both i love you and i would love for you to disagree with me and i am a safer work broadcaster if you've never been here before you can subscribe to the channel and throw me on in the background of your day kind of like a radio show or a podcast because i keep it safe for work good to see you in the chat feed appreciate that too much money will be lost if it's made exclusive. Well, Willie, I'm glad that you agree with me on that. I know Mo, Mo thought that they would make it exclusive. You guys are both big Xbox fans, and I he thinks, no, dude, they will make it exclusive. And I remember trying to reason with him. I'm like, brother, I don't think so. They would lose so much money. Why would they not want to make money from the Sony audience? Like, hey, we bought this product, and now we can make money on people over there that have no interest in us. Those Sony customers have no interest in the Microsoft ecosystem or platform. Let's make some money from them. Let's get let's get them to give us money through a deal. Basically, we bought Call of Duty; it's ours now. So you're basically paying us. You're supporting our property. I, I felt like it was a 900 IQ play. I thought this is exactly this is exactly how you you expand your reach. Microsoft is downplaying this to make sure the deal goes through. Oh, 100%. 100%. How do you buy Blizzard Activision for, you know, whatever the total was? Was it close to $40 billion? You bought 25% of the video, the global video game market, right? Killer He-Man shirt. Yeah, if you like my He-Man shirt, guys, be sure to use the shirt command. Use code LONO over there at 80s Tees. You get 30% off anytime you order shirts over there and you use my code don't forget we also launched reforge roast uh merchandise if you go to reforgeroast.com if you go to reforgeroast.com what the heck is going on why is it playing where is that coming from oh safari is playing i was like what in the world my phone just started playing audio that was super strange um, I was seeing how many how many shirts we had sold last year. Wasn't it 70? Oh, I thought it was 40. 70 billion. Sorry, sorry. Why am I thinking 40 billion? Who was the acquisition for 40? Was there an acquisition for 40 billion? There's so much money flying around, I'm misspeaking. 68.7 billion. Sorry, I downplayed it. I downplayed it. Oh, it was was Twitter the 40 the 40 billion that, that was proposed or whatever. I don't know where the frick I'm getting 40 billion. Sorry, I misspoke. Most consumers are barking about an extra $10 for a PlayStation game. I can't see many now paying an extra $500 for the next Call of Duty to buy it on Xbox. I don't think a lot of people are barking about the $10, YouTube Lurker. I think most of those people are, you know, commenters on Reddit and Twitter. I don't think they represent the majority of the the consumer base. 
Yo, a 14-month milestone for Sven, and he's at a Tier 2. If we get 100 Tier 2 members, I'm launching a new segment for Tier 2 members and above. It's called Tough Tiers for Tier 2. I'm going to play really tough games, and I'm going to upload those, and it's going to be shorter, but it should be hilarious. We need like 30 more people to upgrade from Tier 1 to Tier 2. So thank you, Sven, for being one of those folks. I don't think that that's the case, YouTube Lurker. I think a lot of consumers don't give a rip about that $10 price bump. I don't think they even pay any attention. I mean, I'm sure some do, but they're like, if they want to play the game, if they want to play the game, they're they're 100% gonna, they're 100% just gonna do it. They're like, I'll, I'll just pay it. It's fine. I'm not gonna wait. Right? Who's who's gonna wait? In particular, for that, like, oh, I'll wait for the price drop. I mean, how long does a price drop usually take? You know, it usually takes a while. Um. It's easy, you know what I mean, say this, uh, what are you saying? I don't know why you're coming in here, uh, Christos, uh, Probius, why are you wanting me to say mama? I don't understand what you're wanting me to say that for. Uh, thanks for being here though, by the way. It's all Monopoly money. Supermarkets run new stores at a loss for two years to wipe out local stores. Legitimate business strategy, says Cartman. Creature says, I think a contributing factor to the new release cadence of Call of Duty is designed around the existing contract with PlayStation. When that deal expires, they will have two things. Good numbers to see what they could be losing by making it exclusive and a lower number of sales to paint a different picture than the reality to the shareholders. But I don't see either PlayStation or Xbox firing the first shot in a war that neither will win, says Creature. Price drop, what's that? Looks at Nintendo. <laughs> Salty says, King Salty says, do you think it is beyond the realm of possibility that Microsoft could make some content within the game's platform exclusive or have games themselves be timed? Listen, it's I 100% think that Microsoft will do exclusive stuff with Call of Duty, whether it's skins or early access to a map or whatever the frick. They might even give them a map and give the other people like, they'll, they'll give it to them like a year later. I, I, I could not, I, like, I can't see spending close to $70 billion and being like, oh, we're not going to do anything exclusive with Call of Duty. I don't think they will make Call of Duty exclusive to Xbox. Oh, it means mom. Okay, got it. Thank you. I mean, I assume that's what mama meant. I, the, 100% Xbox exclusivity, like Call of Duty Exclusivity. There'll be whether it's a skin, a gun, a map, early access. Well, who in the frick knows? They will 100% do some type of exclusivity. In before there's a Master Chief Xbox skin, even something like that. Exactly, Sven. Exactly. I just can't see them being like, "Oh no, the next, the next, the next Call of Duty is Xbox only." You're shrinking your market share so much. There is literally no way enough people would come over. And, and buy the console and switch. Now, Cartman was basically saying, well, it's a legitimate business strategy. They'll lose out on that deal, but they'll, they'll, they'll basically get a ton of people to convert, and then that's a legitimate strategy. But the shareholders are going to come and be like, what the frick are you doing? That's so much money lost. You better, you better justify this. We spend $70 billion to buy an $8 billion revenue generator. Let's cut off $1 billion or so of that. That sounds smart. That's what I'm saying, Eugene. Like, I think Sony's concerns are legitimate, but I also feel like Microsoft's not gonna do that. I just can't see it. I can't see Microsoft being like, 
yeah, man, let's uh, let's shrink that footprint, especially once they own. Okay, so the Microsoft Activision deal. Once that goes through and they get a look at the background data on Call of Duty, for as an example, let's just say they 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 get a look they get a look at it. I cannot see. I absolutely cannot see them saying, "Oh, uh, yeah, they make a lot of money over there on uh, on PlayStation. No worries. We'll uh, we'll just not put the content over there." Like I just don't think so. I really, really, really don't think so. That doesn't seem like something that they would do. This is big enough like Minecraft. It will remain multi-plats as parkour. It doesn't make sense to cut the legs uh, out of a money-printing machine. Bethesda is one of the cr- uh, the one thing that creates exclusives. It's not the same. Frostbite says it depends if short-sighted or long-sighted. Short-term exclusivity will harm profits. Long-term, it makes Xbox stronger, which equals more cash but will that more cash ever be enough to justify the decision would be the real question frostbite even if you say oh long term this will give us a better foothold in the market by owning call of duty and going exclusive and going exclusive will it ever be enough that would be the true question would enough people slowly trickle over you know if they say hey listen this is going to take five years to come to fruition, but when it comes to fruition, we're going to be in the driver's seat. We are going to be significantly more profitable. We're going to be significantly larger in 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 the in the in the fight for for more for more customers. Basically, Activision Blizzard's operating costs are over five billion dollars a year. Game Pass annual revenue can't even pay that with twenty five million sun, subs. You do the math. Right, like, they're going to need a lot of the property that they bought to still be everywhere because they'll make money everywhere. They'll they'll, they'll grow their Game Pass subscriber base, but they'll be making money on the game over on Sony. They'll be making money on Call of Duty everywhere it lands. Mobile, I mean, everywhere. Yo, what's good, Wheezy? You're not making that back with uh, conversions to your platform. Yeah, I don't think so, because they sell the consoles at a loss anyway. Here's something to consider. Here's something to consider. Would they really even make the money back? Let's say that they make Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, whatever title we want to call it. Let's say they make it exclusive to Xbox, okay? Well, you know what that means, right? That means that that Call of Duty game would be on Game Pass. They wouldn't be able to sell that to people. Well, they wouldn't be able to sell it to their ever-growing Game Pass consumer base because Xbox Game Pass is literally all about first parties day and date, right? So track this with me here. The people that would convert because it's Xbox only would buy an Xbox series x or s which microsoft loses money on everybody sells consoles at a loss so they sell the console at a loss and then if they get them on game pass because that's the marketing strategy of xbox they don't even get to sell them the game like that does not seem like a very good deal it seems like a great deal for microsoft to say hey Game Pass is getting better and better and better. Every year we're adding more first-party titles day and date to Xbox Game Pass. You just keep on keeping that Game Pass, and the games are going to just keep on coming. 
And then the other thing Microsoft gets to do is say, hey, you guys like that new Call of Duty? No problem. It's $70. Yeah, it's a brand new next-gen title on the PlayStation 5. Yeah, sure, buy it for $70. And they get all that revenue from the Sony customers. So they get to grow their Game Pass subscriber base, increase the value of Xbox Game Pass, and they get to make money from people on another platform. Like, how is that not a brilliant strategy? I got a lot of respect for Microsoft's... This is this is ballsy, right? This is ballsy. Yo, Chrisos, just stick to English, man. Nobody can sit, tell what you're saying. We, de- we generally don't let people come in here and type in other languages because it doesn't, you know, 99% of the audience can't tell what you're saying. It's a ballsy strategy for them to be like, listen, let's just buy up 25% of the game uh, industry and then we'll just we'll make money on the other platforms. Like, well, we, we can continue to grow our Game Pass, like, library, but then we can also make money from Sony customers. You just hit the nail on the head. That's exactly what they're going to do. Value for their service to grow it and still get money from PlayStation and PC market. What's the revenue split, says Atomic T. There's no way Microsoft pockets 100%. Some of it has to go to PlayStation if the sale is on their platform. Well, sure. Sure, Atomic T. Yes, but think of it this way. If if you own the property, if it's yours, which is going to happen, if this deal goes through, Microsoft owns Call of Duty. It's theirs, which means... They're getting a revenue share on one of the most popular games in existence. One of the points that Sony made, the reason I put Sony is worried, did you guys like that thumbnail? <laughs> did you guys like that thumbnail? The reason I put Sony is worried is because they they literally said it. They're like, we don't want them to get Call of Duty exclusively. That's not going to be good for the market. Call of Duty is one of the, the highest grossing games. They have more developers working on Call of Duty than most developers even employ. Like, there's like nine studios working on Call of Duty. Nintendo sitting here like, what the blank is Call of Duty? <laughs> right. They've managed to do fine without it, but still, still, Wheeze, it's too entrenched in the Sony, in the Sony uh, customer base. I think it's too entrenched. Lobot in full swing today, I see. Yeah, I guess I'm an I guess I'm an Xbox today. I guess I'm an Xbox fan. Like people that say I, I bash Xbox, I bash Microsoft, they're they're making a they're making a brilliant play. They really are. And Sony should be worried, like, oh my gosh. If they do this, that that's a huge revenue stream for us. What are we gonna do? We can't we can't we don't wanna lose that. It wouldn't it wouldn't ruin Sony, but certainly they'd be like, yo, what on earth? That is so much money. We can't afford to not have that game on our platform. Call of Duty is the biggest casual game in the market. Just got here, brought my Xbox brand pitchfork. What's good? Didn't Phil Spencer say Call of Duty will not only be on Xbox when the deal when it came out? I mean, okay, so here's the deal. Microsoft is kind of talking out of both sides of their mouth because Microsoft said they would honor existing contracts and they spend $70 billion and now they're trying to act like the library of Blizzard Activision games. All these Activision Blizzard games that they paid for, they're like, yeah, there's no must-haves over there. What in the frick did you pay $70 billion for then if none of them are must-haves? You just buying a bunch of mediocre crap? What what are you talking about? You bought 25% of the dadgum gaming market, Microsoft. You ain't got to lie, Craig. Like what are you saying? What of course there must have. Diablo World of Warcraft and 
Call of Duty. They're not must-haves. They're not some of the most recognizable, most iconic, most purchased, most played video games in the industry. Get out of here, Microsoft. That's Microsoft wrote a letter and said, yeah, we don't have any must-haves. Like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> you, you bought a fourth of the industry. When contract negotiations come, says Ganks, I could see Microsoft telling Sony that they will get a lower cut from COD sales and micros. In turn, I could see Sony limiting access on called Call of Duty with micros or raising the price on their game and micros on their platform to compensate for the loss of revenue. Yeah, I don't know about that, Ganks. I mean, maybe. Maybe. I wish my wife said, I would love for you to disagree with me. There you go. There you go. I don't think any game is a must-have, and so I don't take offense from that. Well, must have, you got to understand why they're saying it, right? They're saying must have as in like, your platform's got to have this. You know what I mean? Not going to lie, I've been waiting on people who said Call of Duty was going to be a driver for sales months ago to say it's nothing special today. Well, uh, Willie's being consistent, Eugene. Willie's like, it, it makes too much money on Sony. They'll, they'll leave it over there. He agree- Willie agrees with me. He doesn't think Microsoft will do it. He says it makes too much money over there. Mo was the one saying it would it would move consoles, and I disagreed with him. Sony apparently agrees with Mo. They're like, "Oh no, this will influence console purchase. This is that you can't compete with Call of Duty. It's not possible." They all but said no one competes with the game. They said it in like eight different ways. Yo, Miguel with a five spot. Microsoft wants Game Pass everywhere. Nintendo wants cloud games. PlayStation wants Bethesda and ABK games. Put Game Pass on their systems. Everyone wins. I don't think Microsoft's. I don't think Microsoft will get Game Pass everywhere. I don't think so. Sony and Nintendo will fight that to the death. They will. All right. We are almost halfway through the first hour. Could we get 200 likes on the video? There's plenty of people here. Smash that like button. If you've never been here before, this is Reforge Gaming. Everyone calls me Lono. You can subscribe to the channel. I am a safe-for-work broadcaster, so you can subscribe in confidence. Subscribing is free, and I'll be in your sub-feed all week doing talk shows just like this about gaming topics. We will also be taking a look at the new Gotham Knights gameplay later today. So make sure you are here for that. Also, we could we could we would love to see our first batch of members today or gifted members. We'd love to see a first coffee order today. We sell our own coffee, Reforge Roast. We have a light in the dark roast and we have merchandise we recently added. We have mugs and shirts. If you're team light, if you're team dark, be sure to grab a mug or a shirt. All of that is at reforgeroast.com. And if you want to become a member, it's five bucks a month. We do members content every day. This Friday night is the stream with my brother. So make sure you get a membership between now and then. And we are uh, at 1,406 members or something like that. So if we hit 1,500, my wife has to go back into Elden Ring. So help us hit 1,500 members. We appreciate you guys supporting the stream today. Do all the free things. Subscribing and liking is totally free. Uh, Roz says, aren't in-game transactions the one thing that will bring Microsoft money, not exclusive deals with platforms? Right, like, everybody buying Call of Duty and buying Call of Duty skins would 100% go to, in some measure, to to Call of Duty. It would. It, w- it would. Um, they would make a ton of money because the Sony ecosystem does does really, really well. It does. Uh, this is more accurate to what it will be. Uh, <laughs> not quite, not quite. What's good, Malcolm? We have a lot of people in chat. Let's get those likes up. Sony knows firsthand that having Call of Duty exclusive content moves consoles. That's why they kept renewing those Call of Duty marketing deals. Viceroy, I talked about that in the intro. 
I was like, of course Sony's saying this. Sony knows. Sony did it for years. Sony did it for years. They were like, dude, Call of Duty. There's money to be made there. They spent money to have Call of Duty exclusivity, whether it was maps or skins or whatever. They know. They know. that. Like, a lot of people are thinking that. Do all game uh, remakes suck? Let's do gaming. Uh, let's do... Uh, 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 that's part one, and then we'll do shorts. I got a good, I got a good one for you today. It's a good fifteen-second short. It won't, it will not hit your, uh, it won't hit your, it will not hit your sub feed. Don't worry, it won't hit your sub feed. We, uh, we are, we are going to be doing a, uh, we, we publish these so they don't hit your feed, and I always forget to publish them while I'm, uh, I always forget to publish them while I'm, but before I go live. I'm like, every time, every time, I'm sitting here like, oh man, I forgot to do it, I forgot to do it. There we go, do all gaming remakes suck? It's a pretty funny one, it's a pretty funny one. <laughs> it's from my brother. He, he said something in chat and I read it and I thought it was hilarious. I turned it into a short. Um, I don't wanna. Uh, let's see here. Plus, Community Night's fun. You can grief Lono. Yes, you can. Iron Lord Reptard griefed me hard on Friday night when we were playing. We were Once a month is Community Game Night for members only. We played Fall Guys, so make sure and become a member if you want to be a part of it. Let's read more of what Chad is saying in the discussion. Losing Call of Duty multiplayer in Warzone would be a big hit for PlayStation. Um, Xbox uh, head Phil Spencer and Nintendo president comment on Sony's PS4. Oh, back when they were talking about PS4 not letting people, like, have cross-play with Fortnite? Oh, yeah. Microsoft and Nintendo were like, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, so they teamed up. They teamed up. They really blasted them back then. Little did we know that Sony didn't bend the knee. Sony made Epic bend the knee. Sony's like, if you want to have cross-play, you're going to freaking pay us. I don't think people understand what that means in the grand scheme of things. Mega Cole. Okay, yeah. So my first discussion question of the day. My first discussion question, we're going to turn into a poll. All right? We're going to turn into a poll. Would you switch consoles for Call of Duty? Uh, uh, would you switch consoles for Call of Duty? Yes or no? If, if, if you had to switch, would you switch consoles for Call of Duty? Um, here, I'll do this. If you had to... If you had to, would you switch consoles for Call of Duty? I'm making it very, very clear. If you had to, yes or no, let's let's make that the first discussion uh, question of the day. Is this something that you would see yourself doing? Oh yeah, dude, I'll go ahead and you know shell out 500 bucks to switch consoles for Call of Duty. Now Sony seems to think Sony seems to think that it 100% would impact console purchase decision whether you buy a ps5 or an xbox series x call of duty exclusivity would drive those some of those purchases i don't think a lot of people would but i think a percentage of the market would and maybe more over time i wouldn't switch to the ps ecosystem for any game says willie um personally i would because my entire friend group plays it so sven is somebody who would okay well let's get those votes cast if you're just tuning in thank you for 200 likes thank you for subscribing uh thank you guys for supporting the stream with memberships uh and all of the other ways that you guys support what we do here we had a bunch of people buy uh merchandise yesterday over there at reforge roast so we appreciate you guys doing that 
It would because of casual gamers. So Bigavelli says, oh, you know, yeah, a lot of people would do it. A lot of people would move over. They would say, oh, yeah, I've got I've to have that Call of Duty. I've got to be over there. Now, personally, personally, I think Microsoft would look at this and say, Let's let's market research this. Let's get a market pro- projection. If we did Call of Duty exclusivity, like if you had an Xbox Call of Duty exclusive, if they did that, they come out and they would say Xbox Call of Duty exclusive, and they're like, yeah, the next one's only on Xbox. I I would imagine their their projections would be okay. This percentage of people will convert. Okay, this percentage of revenue is getting cut off instantaneously like just like that just like that at, at a billion dollars let's say in a year they're just like yeah we don't need that okay i would have i would have to imagine that they would need to justify that to their shareholders they'd have to turn around and say listen our market research our market projections we show this being profitable in x number of years because initially it would be a massive massive hit right xbox and pc is all you need well just earlier willie you agreed that they wouldn't do this because they would lose so much money like whether or not you like playstation you have to acknowledge how many how many people play call of duty on playstation that's a massive revenue funnel to just like shop off yo good morning plucky been a little bit how's everyone going man good to see you Short-term loss, long-term gains. Yeah, they'd have to substantiate the long-term gains. I think that would be the biggest challenge, Cartman. I think that would be the biggest challenge. 42% of Call of Duty's player base is on PlayStation, so a 15 million copies of annual Call of Duty sales equals 6 million people on PlayStation. That's so many people. Why would you ever need an Xbox if you have PC? That's true. You don't need Xbox and PC. All you need is PC if you want to play Microsoft titles. I wouldn't because I think okay so King Sovereign saying I wouldn't switch I think COD has been bad for some time however I know how popular these games are and could see a large migration of players maybe not to Xbox but to Game Pass system okay think of it this way think of it this way Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is probably going to be an absolute record breaker it's going to break records more than likely in total quantity of sales uh, player base, all of it. It's gonna, sh- it's gonna smash it all right now. I don't know if it's gonna touch 10 billion monthly logins the way Warzone does because that free to play, I think free to play has a significant impact on that level of that level of saturation, right? So I would think that if that's the case, right? If if they're able to take Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 and break all these records, imagine. A world where Microsoft already owned Blizzard Activision and said no. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is only available on the Microsoft ecosystem. Okay. You you got to imagine how much money they would lose on that. 55% investment in live service. Are Sony building their own Call of Duty? I don't know. I don't think so. No. I think they just want to get it on the live service games. I don't think they want their own Call of Duty. I don't think anybody should be targeting Call of Duty. This is a cautionary tale to Dr. Disrespect. You know, we covered this yesterday. 
his game dead drop. A lot of people in the comments were like, this looks terrible, this looks terrible. It's like, you have to remember this is a pre-alpha, right? Usually pre-alphas look like absolute garbage. Their their pre-alpha actually looks pretty good, right? And the thing to remember is that they're targeting a particular audience and he keeps talking about being better than Call of Duty. Listen, I got news for you. You should look at any game that does that and how it goes for them. You do not want to target existing very successful games. Ask all the games that set their sights on being a Destiny killer how it went for them, right? Ask all the games that tried to emulate Fortnite. Like, ask Realm Royale how that went for them. They emulated the style of Fortnite, tried to do their own unique spin on Battle Royale. Didn't go well for them, right? If, if, I can't imagine anybody right now and being in a boardroom meeting being like, let's try to compete with Call of Duty. Ask Titanfall 2 how that went, right? Why on earth would you say, let's, let's build a Call of Duty competitor? Sony is literally saying nothing competes with Call of Duty. Nothing can compete. There's just no way. They argue the finances. They argue the number of people that work on it. They're like 1,400 people work on the game and then another 1,500 people work on the publishing and the distribution. What the frick? Who can compete with that? Even if you put up the funds and the size of the company to compete with that, it's so entrenched. They talked about how like, you know, 2021, Call of Duty Vanguard had probably one of the worst years that Call of Duty has had and it's still outsold pretty much the entire dadgum market. Doc's very salty with Activision because it's one of the companies that blacklisted him. Yeah, well, he's going to hurt himself by constantly talking about how they're going to be better than Call of Duty. Don't forget Brad doing the tutorial. Yeah, freaking Brad. He's in that number. He's in the 1,400. You know, how many Brads are in that number? I think a lot of people are going to be shocked at how the Activision games dropping in Game Pass is going to rocket Xbox for the next two years just in Game Pass numbers. Oh, 100%. I talked about that earlier. I think Microsoft's strategy is dadgum brilliant. And I think Microsoft's strategy, the Microsoft Activision deal, 100%, they're like, we can make money on these properties, but we don't got to touch them. Just let them go. We don't got to touch them. Let Call of Duty be on PlayStation. What the frick do we care? We're going to be making buckets of cash. It's a massive IP. We don't care. Now, people are saying in chat, oh, it'd be a short-term loss, long-term gains. Make Call of Duty an Xbox exclusive. I just don't think so. Yo, it's good, Rainbow. You can't challenge Call of Duty. You're starting 20 years and several billion dollars behind. Who buys a console to play Call of Duty? Now, according to Sony, Plucky, according to Sony, they think that Call of Duty is so massive and so entrenched it would influence console purchase. And I think they're correct, but not correct enough that Microsoft would do it. I don't think Microsoft's going to do it and think, oh, this percentage of people will buy our console for Call of Duty. That's going to make up the 6 million customers that we lose on PlayStation. You're not going to convert 6 million people. You might convert a million. A million people being like, yeah, I'll go and spend $500 to buy a Call of Duty box, basically, right? Now, you convert, you know, let's 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 just say, let's just be generous. 
and say, you know, 6 million people are buying and playing Call of Duty on the PlayStation platform, and Microsoft's very generous projections say, if we make this exclusive, we'll get 2 million people to convert, okay? That's a 4 million consumer loss. It's more than 6. Yeah, it might even be more than 6. We don't know what the number is. Even if we're really generous and we say a very healthy percentage of people convert, you're still losing billions of dollars you'd have to justify that to your shareholders microsoft can't just do this and be like we're just doing what we want pew pew yeah it's the wild west yet call of duty is an exclusive now their shareholders will be like hey hang on a minute we can sue you you know that right like if you do something that's absolutely destructive to the bottom line and margins we can actively sue you and then your company is going to be completely destroyed so hang on a minute pump the freaking brakes uh, by the way, I put this. Disney's new free-to-play racer wants to be distinct from Mario Kart with combat racing. That game looks amazing, Ratchet. That that Disney racing game looks awesome. You could argue 10 billion of that's from PlayStation, says Paul. Call of Duty, according to this headline, Call of Duty has made over 30 billion in total earnings. Paul saying you could argue that 10 billion of that is from PlayStation. A third. I understand that people say PC Master Race. However, this is not true about online games. On console, online games are better, so majority are playing on console. That's simply not true according to all the stats. The PC gaming world absolutely d- dwarfs the console world. It's not even close. Like, no, that's not true. The lion's share of people playing online games, like, once you start adding up all the people who play Diablo who play Final Fantasy and World of Warcraft it, 100% is going to tip the scales to PC. PC is an absolute leviathan. Like the PC platform has sales projection growth rates that are so absurd that Capcom is changing their business strategy to put more content on PC and Sony is like let's port games to PC. That's that's simply not true. Now, you can have a great time playing online games on console. I'm not debating that. I'm debating you saying a majority of people are playing online games on console. That's simply not. That's that, no, that's not true according to any statistics that we've looked at. Activision's player base falls below 100 million for the first time in three years. Almost half of that is PS based on spending. So according, according to some reports from IGN... Half of Activision's player base, <clears throat> almost half of the player base is PlayStation. That is just unbelievable. I, I cannot imagine if, if when Microsoft gets their mitts on Blizzard Activision, I cannot imagine they look at the books and say, yeah, we can afford to not put Call of Duty over there. Almost half of the player base is on PlayStation. Sony's scared of Microsoft right now, but competition is key. Sony is 100% scared, not necessarily of Microsoft. They're scared of losing Call of Duty money. They're not like, oh no, Microsoft's going to crush us. It's, dude, if Microsoft successfully pulls this off, we stand to lose a ton of money. We can't have that. We can't do that. Came in late. Can we get a recap? Let me give you a recap. If you're just tuning in, the Microsoft Activision Call of Duty acquisition, I guess you could call it. Sony's worried. Sony is basically saying, so anytime a big deal like this goes through, the Microsoft Activision deal is a massive deal, close to $70 billion, all right? And they 
have to send out not they but like these questionnaires get sent out to competitors and the competitors get to weigh in sony weighed in and basically said listen call of duty is too big too expensive to make and too entrenched in the industry to be on one platform it cannot be competed with this would be a non-competitive move if you put call of duty on one platform i actually agree with them i do I actually think it would be a non-competitive move. I I think Microsoft would be guilty of doing something that was non-competitive. It was anti-competitive in the market. And I do think that they would probably get their wrist slapped either by their shareholders, right? Either by their shareholders or maybe the FTC would step in and be like, this is non-competitive action. This is anti-competition. So all exclusives are anti-competitive. No, that's not true. No. That is not true. The reason that Call of Duty being on one platform would be non-competitive is it's an existing franchise. It's so entrenched. It's so massive. The sales are huge. It's, it is a portion of the gaming industry. If you decide to spend your own money to make a game like God of War or a game like Halo, that's not anti-competitive. You've built your own franchise. Grabbing an existing Leviathan franchise, I mean like, this is ours now, and taking it out of the market, that's anti-competitive. You've got to see the difference. Exclusives are not anti-competitive. They're in the spirit of competition. We're going to make a game really, really great, and you can only get it over here. That's competitive, right? You can't get our game over there. You can't get God of War on the Xbox, right? You can't get uh, Starfield on, on the PlayStation. That's the point. They aren't taking it out of the market? Sure they are. If they take... Listen, if, if estimates are true that somewhere between 30 and 40% of the Activision player base is on PlayStation... 30-40% of their player base suddenly cannot access the continuations of those franchises. That 100% is anti-competitive. You've, you've taken things from the market and been like, no, you can't have that over there. Th- that is anti-competitive. No one can do anything about that. You just ripped it from them. You, what? I, I had that. I was planning on buying the next one. Beyond that. Beyond that. Let's say Microsoft makes a compelling case that it's not anti-competitive. Their shareholders are going to have something to say about that. Hey, what are you doing? You just cut off 30 to 40% of the market that was already buying those properties. What on earth? There's no way you're going to get conversions high enough to make up the difference. You're losing billions if you do this. Are you stupid? Sales projections for Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 are a great example. You suddenly chop off 30 to 40% of that market? No way. Get an Xbox then? I'm fine with it. You're not a shareholder, Mo. Shareholders don't give a rip about your, your fandom. They don't care about that crap. All they want is money. And if, if you fail... If you fail in your fiduciary duty to them, they will sue you, especially if you do it by design. They'll be like, hey, hey, you can't do that. You spent $70 billion to buy Activision Blizzard. You're not chopping 40% or 30% of the consumer base off from existing properties. Absolutely not. That's the dumbest thing you could do. Pension funds don't care about console wars. That's right. Call of Duty generates too much revenue for Microsoft to make it exclusive. It wouldn't be smart. That's what I'm saying, Skyl. That's what I'm saying. There's no way. 
There's no way. I don't. It's not even a matter of if they could. Their shareholders wouldn't let them. They'd be like, you can't do this. How is that $40 billion any different than buying Insomniac? Insomniac was... Okay, so buying... Okay, so you're, I think you're misunderstanding, Gore Force. Buying a developer, okay? $70 billion's nothing to Microsoft. Sure, yeah, Big Daddy Microsoft doesn't care. Yeah, $70 billion, we don't care about ROI. Look at what they did to Mixer and tell me that they don't care about ROI. You're asleep if you think Microsoft is going to let them spend big money and not get ROI. They spent big money on Mixer, and within, what, three months, they shuttered the whole freaking project. They threw money at Mixer, and when it didn't give ROI, they shut it down. You better believe they care about that $70 billion. What are you talking about? They didn't write that check just being like, go have fun at the supermarket, Billy. I don't care if you just buy a bunch of suckers and throw them in the trash can. No, they gave them $70 billion and they want an ROI on that. You want to know why they want an ROI on that? Shareholders want an ROI on that. You kidding me? What'd y'all do with that $70 billion? <laughs> Well, you know, <laughs> funny thing that uh, we made a lot of really bad decisions. We lost it all. Great. We're suing you. What are you talking about? Also, I want to talk about buying up companies, all right? Buying up companies is not anti-competitive. Buying existing franchises and taking them away from other platforms is anti-competitive. Okay, Gangs is throwing down a gauntlet, guys. Gangs says if we get to 1450 members by the end of the second stream on Thursday, I will drop a 50 bomb gifted. So Gangs is saying if we can hit 1450 members, He'll drop a 50 bomb. You guys have until end of day Thursday to do it. So start gifting members. Listen, you got to do it as fast as possible because we're always losing members and gaining members, right? So anybody wants to pick up that offer, he'll do it. Is it disingenuous to say Sony is really scared? We agree Microsoft is being silly to say there are no bangers, but Sony is not. uh, Are we overstating the fear? Hang on a second. Hey, somebody ordered some merchandise, a Reforged Gaming black mug going to my man Ryan. Thank you, Ryan, for ordering a mug. We greatly appreciate that support. You can buy coffee. You guys can buy mugs. I didn't put scared in the thumbnail. I put worried. I I think it's justifiable to be like, yeah, they're worried. Read the language that they're using. Were you here for all my quotations at the beginning of the stream? Each annual Call of Duty release takes approximately three to five years to develop as Activision releases one Call of Duty game per year. Not anymore, but they have been. This equates to an annual investment of hundreds of millions of dollars. Approximately 1,200 people work on each version, and another 1,500 are involved in publishing and distribution. Thus, Call of Duty alone has more developers than most game companies employ across its entire development portfolio, even AAA Studios. Sony added and said no other developer can devote the same level of resources and expertise in game development even if they could. Call of Duty is overly entrenched so that no rival no matter how relevant can catch up. This is not the language of some company that doesn't care. They were, they're worried. They're worried. They're like yo, you can't do that. That's a lot of money. We like that money. Call of Duty money is good money. That money, look at the money that the the platform of Call of Duty generates. It's massive. Agreed Sky. 
But don't you think that most Xbox owners have Game Pass pretty good value over buying every exclusive outright? Well, right now, uh, Game Pass is in the 20 million. So no, I don't know if most Xbox owners have Game Pass. I don't think most. If that's most, then that means that there's less than 50 million Xboxes in circulation. You got to redo your math there. It, there's roughly there's between there's between 22 and 30 million Xbox Game Pass subscribers. We don't know the exact figure, so let's just say there's 25 million. If you're saying that most Xbox owners are on Game Pass, that means there's less than 50 million. That means there's less than 50 million Xbox consoles in circulation. Do you really want to? You really want to claim that? You think there's less than 50 million Xboxes in circulation? You think that's a good number? Like, all of the Xboxes. I'm talking Xbox One, Xbox One X, Xbox Series X, Xbox Series S. So, over 25 million. Right, Mo, I'm, it's basic math here. He said most Xbox owners are on Game Pass. That would mean a majority. That would mean that less than 50 million Xboxes are in circulation. There's no freaking way. There's way more Xboxes in circulation than that year. I'm sorry. There's way more Xboxes in circulation than 50 million. So no, most Xbox owners are not on on Game Pass. No. Game Pass is between 25 and 30. Last number we heard was 25. They said it grew last quarter. uh, And there's over 100 million Xbox consoles active. Game Pass is an indication of Xbox gamers. Over 100 million. Mo, you're not talking to me. I was talking to a guy who said most Xbox owners are on Game Pass. For frick's sake, Mo, sometimes you got to stop and listen. Like, there's, there's not... Most Xbox owners are not on Game Pass. Basic math. If there's over 100 million Xboxes in circulation and around 25 million are on Game Pass, that's not most... If there's 100 people in a room and 25 people come with me to the store, most of the people didn't come with me. Jiminy Frick, you were agreeing with you. It didn't sound like you were agreeing with me. It sounded like you were arguing with me. Holy Frick, Mo. Let's hug it out. All right, English Oak with a 12-month milestone. Been sick for the last few days. Give me a great opportunity to catch up on some streams. Thanks for the content. Keep up the love. Love the debates we have. Yo, thank you for renewing that membership doom with the whole year another 12 month milestone to be honest it's just business sony took every chance to harm xbox in years past and they really harmed sega back in the day things don't always go your way i don't agree they harmed xbox they didn't harm them they spent money right he says no young man relax you're not gonna hug it out with me you're a jerk the <laughs> they didn't harm them they competed with them Oh, they harmed them. Like, they weren't, like, trying to hurt them. Why is Lono taking 25 people to the store? (laughs) I don't even play Call of Duty anymore. I have Xbox picking up dust. Love Sony and PC. Oh, no. It all depends on what you want to play. I play Xbox all the time. I love my Series X. And then when I want to play a single-player title that's really great, I turn on my PS5, right? It just depends. You want a popsicle from the store? Oh, no, Christina, no. We're not buying them. They get everybody... Everybody's hands get sticky, and then you're going to leave the wrapper in the back of my car, and then I'm going to get ants. No. Oh, you're not arguing. We can hug it out for sure. Okay, okay. We can hug it out. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, I may be game. What store are we going to? (laughs) Call of Duty isn't enough to push Xbox past PlayStation. 
That's the question of the hour. There's a poll at the top of the chat. Guys, do me a favor. We have more than enough people to fly by 300 likes. Smash that like button. Give me 300 likes. Let's take a look at the poll here. Almost 400 votes on the poll. If you had to, would you switch consoles for Call of Duty? 21% are saying yes. Okay, 21%. So most of you are like, no, right? What if we get wet wipes? Can we have a popsicle then? This fine yes you can get popsicles if you get wet wipes i swear if anybody touches my windows i'm we're not we're never doing this ever again we aren't guys make sure and hit subscribe if you haven't done so already it allows you to talk in my chat and then i'll be in your sub feed all week i will be out of town next week i'll be out of town next week so when streams resume all right when streams resume on august the whatever uh, August the 15th I might not be on your homepage you're going to need to check your sub feed in my, in my channel okay always check your sub feed if you open up YouTube and like I'm not on that homepage just click on my channel or go to your sub feed I'll be I'm, I'm only taking one week off my brother's going to be here uh, this week and we're going to go back up to Ohio my family has not all been together since like 2016 because he's been out of the country okay so so yeah that's the worst that's the absolute worst. Like ice cream like that melting and running down your hand. I just, I can't do it. I can't do it. Sticky hands are one of my biggest pet peeves. Like if my kids are doing something with ice cream or syrup or honey and I get it on my hands, I'm like instantly annoyed. I'm like, no, just throw it away. Just throw the whole plate away. Just throw it in the garbage. Um, let's be honest. If anyone could mess this up, it'd be Microsoft. It'll be interesting to see Microsoft Xbox manage 7,500 more employees and studios. I will not try to throw up. Uh, I'll try not to throw up in the back seat. No promises. Okay, Zubair. Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen. I said this the other day. I think Microsoft's best plan of action with Blizzard Activision is to leave the studios alone. As long as there's no weird, nefarious stuff going on, let the investigation met out. Get Bobby Kotick out of there get all these other trash cans out of there that were doing bad stuff or ignoring bad stuff get them all out of there and then leave them the frick alone don't do the 18 month contract thing don't do any of that let these devs just do their thing they'll make you buckets of cash just let them build and develop and monetize Diablo 4 let them build and develop and monetize Call of Duty just leave them be just leave them be maximize the market reach maximize the money and the profit make a bunch of money and and then boom you're 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 in the pocket of becoming a a successful and profitable gaming division if you just leave them be if they want to start getting in there they want to get down in the dirt and they want to start putting them on the 18 month contract policy and restructuring this and restructuring that they're going to lose money they're going to lose money you're going to you're going to murder efficiency and proficiency one thing I noticed, you can't send incomplete ideas or sentences because I find they can be easily misconstrued. You kind of have to restate what Lono originally said as an agreement for him to get it. Well, it, it, it initially started as a disagreement, Pilocter. It did. He was initially disagreeing with me. I'm looking in chat for disagreement. People that say this place is an echo chamber, is a, they, they're, not, they're never here, right? They're never, ever here. Most can't and won't buy a new console, but they do have a PC. What's Frostbite saying? 
You disagree with him. They won't be playing on the PlayStation. They will be buying an S, and you will be alone on the PS5. What are you guys debating? Whether or not people will switch consoles? That's what you're debating? I don't think so. You're right. They don't want to meddle with them. Um, they're not even skipping a year for Call of Duty now. Supposedly, they will let them continue as is. I'm telling you, I just don't see it. Like, look at the sample in chat today, okay? The majority of the people taking the poll are like, I'm not switching consoles for Call of Duty, okay? That's representative. It's just a small sample. It's a small sample of the gaming world. But I think it's representative of what most people would say. Like, no, I'm not going to go pay $500 for another piece of plastic so I can play one game. No, I'm not switching. A percentage would. Okay. So think of it this way. With our coffee that we sell, let's say that... 80% of our customers were buying the coffee with a visa. And we were going to make all of those people continue buying the coffee through PayPal. And they were like, I don't have a PayPal. I don't want to set up PayPal. I don't like setting up PayPal. You know, whatever the reasons are. And let's just say there was about 20% of those people that were like, no, yeah, sure. I'll switch over. Now, if we were going to do that, we would have to justify that decision and say, if we do that, in two or three years, we're going to see our gains surpass those people that we lost. Do you understand? That's the point. Hey, we are one hour into the stream and YouTube's like, hey, now would be a good time to run ads. We tried that as an experiment and I don't like doing it because it kills our momentum and it's not worth it. But what I do ask for is consider becoming a member, consider sending a super chat tip, or consider gifting members. If we do that on the hour when YouTube wants us running ads, I think we can show them that the right way to run a live environment is to focus on memberships and super chats. So, step up, become a member, get involved. It's five bucks a month. You can click the join button or you can type exclamation point join in the chat and then click on that link Become a member. I do members content every day. I also end every week on Friday night with members only content. My brother will be here this week. You guys aren't going to want to miss that stream. And make sure you get in the Discord if you happen to get gifted a membership or if you become a new member. How many will switch over if Matter is exclusive to Sony? It won't be. Matter will not be exclusive to Sony. It's all been said. It's all but been said that future Bungie properties will be multi-platform. There's no way. There's no way they're doing that. Why pay 400 for an inferior console to play one game that'll probably run worse? Yeah, I don't know. A lot of people might do it for the money. They would. They would, I think so. Nobody watching a gaming live stream is casual, says Zubair. That's true. That's true, Zubair. That's true. But the question would be, Zubair, are casuals going to want to spend that kind of money to continue playing Call of Duty? Here's the thing, though, Lono. Don't you think... If this was Sony, they wouldn't pull exclusive for Call of Duty. Of course, to me, they would. It's only that now the shoe is on the other foot. No, in the past, PlayStation paid for exclusive skins and maps. They didn't pay for exclusive titles. They didn't pay for exclusive titles. Now, they didn't own them. They didn't own them. So, the question for Sony would be, Windsor guy, 
would it be beneficial to do it? Would cutting off the Microsoft consumer base be worth it? That's hard to say. They have more players that play Call of Duty on their platform. But it's still... Let's imagine that 20%, or let's just say 25 Let's say 25% of the Call of Duty platform, the Call of Duty consumer base plays on Xbox. You're still chopping off a lot of money. East Coast Overlord with a $10 tip through Super Chat. Did I hear Super Chat? Side note, PCs are becoming cheaper and faster again. Within the next few years, we might start seeing PCs outpacing consoles, performance, and price. A lot of the projections for PC market saturation are so good that both Capcom and Sony shifted their attention to PC. That's why you're seeing Sony property come to PC. So it's very possible. It's very possible. If Sony owned Call of Duty, they would cut off Microsoft. They, but no, 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 no. They might not. You're forgetting that Sony might say, hey, we, let's do this. But then the money that they would lose, the shareholders would step in and say, you can't do that. You spent, you have to imagine that Sony writes the same check. If Sony writes a check to buy Blizzard Activision, they wouldn't do that because they would be losing money on their deal. No, like their shareholders would say, you just bought one of the biggest franchises in the dadgum world. You're not shrinking its footprint. That would be stupid. What are you doing? That's like saying, oh, they wouldn't put it on mobile. What do you mean? Yes, they would. They would leave it on mobile. Call of Duty Mobile prints money. And I can prove this to you. Sony has all but said their future live service games will be multi-platform. They've In multiple interviews, they said they're going to be aggressive with their live service strategy, and they said they're already stepping into multi-platform. Now, people are like, oh, they're talking about PC. Well, maybe. Maybe. I think in order for a live service game to be successful, it needs to be basically everywhere. More than likely, they're getting a look under the hood at Bungie. They're looking at Destiny's numbers, and they're thinking... Why would we chop off portions of the market for a live service game? It's going to make the live service game struggle. It's going to it's going to it's going to struggle. You can't have a conversation about real world financials with guys who don't buy games. <laughs> stop, 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 stop. Spidey and God of War are first party. God of War and Spider-Man show Sony would cut off Microsoft. That's a false equivalency, homie. They bought and owned those developers, and those were not franchises that existed in other places that were generating tons of money. God of War and Spider-Man are not also not live service. Go read the interviews with Jim Ryan about live service. They are 100% comfortable with multi-platform they're comfortable they bought Bungie, and they're comfortable with their titles being multi-platform. Listen to what you're saying. I really okay. Really track with me. I I can prove you wrong very easily. This is one of the easiest dunkers I've ever had in an argument. They just bought Bungie, and Destiny is a fraction of the size of Call of Duty, and they're letting Bungie keep Destiny and all future titles multi-platform. Do you really think Bungie's gonna make a game or has a game currently that's at the size of Call of Duty? So it stands to reason if they buy Bungie and they let them keep their live service games and future live service games multi-platform, why in the frick would they buy a bigger game and chop off a larger revenue source? But did they buy Bungie? Yes! 
they're the owner they're the parent company one yes their deal with Bungie proves they wouldn't do this there's like they, they wouldn't do it they, we're gonna buy bigger property we're gonna buy Call of Duty and shrink its footprint for the same reason that I just argued Sony wouldn't do it I don't think Microsoft will do it I don't think so thank you so much for hitting a 13 month milestone Jake check out my new joystick welcome back in dude it changed colors because you passed that year milestone I really don't think many people know how businesses work Sony doesn't care about the Activision deal they only care about money leaving their brand and being shared with Microsoft that's exactly right wasn't it SIE kill shot shut up (laughs) shut up would it be non-competitive for Microsoft to make the Elder Scrolls 6 an Xbox exclusive? It existed before the Bethesda acquisition. That's a very, very good question. That's a good question. Now, cash box. I think Sony's argument about Call of Duty is actually pretty strong. It comes out so often. It's so big. It's so massive. It's such an annual revenue generator. You, It's, it's fair to say, yanking this from other platforms is yanking this from other platforms is not competitive but but to yank elder scrolls that's a harder one to make because it's been so much time it's not some annual release revenue monster leviathan in the industry their their argument is if you get call of duty and nobody else gets it no one can compete with call of duty too many developers too big of a budget too much revenue generation it's anti-competitive to let them be the only company that has call of duty right i don't think you could argue that with elder scrolls i don't think you could argue that you can compete with the elder scrolls you can you could make an rpg you know and 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 rival the sales i'm not saying you would you would you would necessarily surpass or match elder scrolls 6 will sell very well but I, I don't think you make the same argument for the Elder Scrolls 6. Hey, do you think to combat the acquisition, Sony might think about buying EA or any AAA company studio? I think Sony's about to buy Square, Japan, and Ubisoft. A lot of people don't agree with me, but I think that's what's coming. PC players watching console wars? Like, <laughs> it's true. It's true. I am attempting to approach this the same way I approach the Game Pass discussion. I'm not arguing from fandom. I'm arguing the money. It's so much easier to argue the money because you don't have to let your fandom get in the way. You don't. You do not have to let your fandom get in the way. I, it, 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 it's Listen, it, it, it's money. It's ba- Money talks and BS walks, right? Money talks. And I'm telling you right now, these deals... I don't think they are what you think they are. Like, if you think Microsoft bought Activision Blizzard, if you think they did that just so they could be like, it's all ours now, you can't have any of it, I I don't think you necessarily understand the scope of the deal. That's true with some of the property, but not all. Do you think they're going to shrink the footprint of Diablo 4 or or anything, or or any future Diablo titles? No, no. No. Why would they do that? You're going to make money 
from the other platform. Like, you're almost downplaying the 900 IQ play that Microsoft pulled. You're almost downplaying it. It's like, oh no, they're going to they're gonna put everything on Xbox. Homie, they bought property that makes money on other consoles. How is that not such a... That, that's a brilliant play. You're underplaying the genius of it. Nook with a $5 tip through Super Chat. My opinion. Microsoft's not doing anything with Call of Duty. They brought the company. They bought the company, hoping it will produce a good Xbox exclusive. Maybe, maybe. Wheezy says I hate it here. Oh, Wheezy, stop being grumpy. I'm having a good time. You know why aren't you having a good time? Bought a gaming laptop last night and I love it. Nice. They're 100% downplaying it. Yeah, I think if that's your approach to this, if that's your view of this, I think you're downplaying it. I'm giving Microsoft more credit and I'm praising them more than you are. I am. People that are like, oh, he's a, he's an, he's a Sony fanboy and he's anti-Xbox. No. I, I, I'm, I'm sitting here saying that what they did was more brilliant. Yo, what's good, Smiley? Thank you for eight months. You should be able to talk in chat, Smiley. Somebody said you were able to talk yesterday. Jolly good show. What's good, Lufi? Not sure if it was brought up, but do you think Microsoft will put Call of Duty on Game Pass and offer Sony Game Pass on PlayStation? No. 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 It's this. This is the brilliance of the play, Steven. They can put all future Call of Duty titles on Game Pass, increasing the value and the appeal of Game Pass, which is great for their brand and strategy. And then they can sell it on Sony and make money on Sony. They get to do both. One of the dilemmas of Game Pass is you're creating an ecosystem where people don't buy games. Whether you want to admit it or not, Microsoft is creating an ecosystem where that you can't buy. You're not buying games, right? You can't do it. Did we time that guy out or or ban? Is that just a timeout? Uh, Quiet shy. Uh, Shimian, you can't you can't just keep spamming. You gotta ask one time. I think that you just got hit with a timeout. So, do you think Sony can afford EA at this point? I don't think they could afford EA. No. Timeout. Yeah. Okay. Cool. No. To answer your question, Shimian, and please don't spam like that. I try to answer as many questions as I can. I don't think they could afford EA. No. I think Sony has enough money for two more acquisitions, which is why Square Enix Japan is shrinking. And I think it's why Ubisoft is shrinking. They're just canceling projects and shrinking down their size to become more consumable. That's what I think is coming. Game Pass has turned into a way bigger version of Games with Gold. There isn't a lot of good stuff there. Again, whether you want to admit it or not, Game Pass is creating an ecosystem and a consumer base that doesn't purchase games. Okay? The brilliant of Microsoft here, again, you're not seeing the 4D chess that they're playing, is they get to do both with gigantic titles. They're like, no, that's fine. That's fine. If the Microsoft ecosystem slowly grows into a subscription-based service with lots of great you know, games on it, that's totally fine. We're selling a lot of our property to Sony people, to Sony consumers. Well, how are you doing that? Oh, well, we own Call of Duty, and we own Diablo 4, and we own World of Warcraft. Yeah, we own some of the biggest titles in the dadgum world. We own Overwatch. So, yeah, man, it's great. So we get to to bulk up our subscription 
catalog and we get to sell titles on another platform it's a brilliant play eventually people will realize they don't own any games and have to play pay for the sub to play anything in their library yeah but you think they're going to care if they're only spending 15 bucks a month that doesn't apply to everyone if i like the game i buy it you have to understand uh t4h gaming when i'm saying that i'm talking about trends uh, when i say that you come on you, you ha- have some charity here do you honestly think when I said that, I meant every single person on Game Pass never buys a single game ever? That's not. That's clearly not what I'm saying. I said they are creating an ecosystem and a consumer base of people that don't buy games. I'm speaking in a generality, like a trend. The general trend of people on Game Pass is, why would I buy games? I spend a monthly subscription fee. Like... Look at the reasoning that console gamers have traditionally given for not being willing to pay a subscription fee in a game. What do they typically say? Do you remember these debates back in the day? Do you remember these? Were you guys around for this? Well, I pay for my internet and I pay for Xbox Live. Why would I pay a subscription fee to play your game? That's not a hop, skip, and a jump away from why would I pay for your game? I pay for Game Pass. What in the world? No. I pay, I pay for Game Pass. Why would I want to pay for your game, right? That's not me slamming Microsoft. I'm saying they're coming at this two pronged. Let's bulk up our Game Pass, get the subscriber list as, as high as we can, and we, we're selling some of the biggest property in the world on other platforms. I can't wait for the conversation when Game Pass starts doing price increases, like Netflix. Guys, by the way, grab yourself some Reforged Roast, and this is just a Yeti mug I put a sticker on. We have Reforged Roast mugs as well. Use that coffee command or head over to reforgeroast.com. We got Team Light, we got Team Dark mugs, as well as t-shirts. The coffee is absolutely delicious. If you're a coffee drinker and you have never tried coffee with balanced acidity, you need to try our coffee. We have all the flavor profiles on the website reforgeroast.com all the flavor profiles are there and it shows you how we got the balance acidity it's there it's wonderful you owe it to yourself to try it at least once at least once um hang on I was just checking on something who is this uh clown lol literally no they're not scared of anything xbox at all okay all right Okay. Literally a a headline. Activision Blizzard has lost millions of players compared to this time last year, but it added 25% more developers. Okay. You think that? I remember how Sony fanboys were mad when Horizon Zero Dawn was announced for PC and God of War and now Uncharted, Spider-Man The Last of Us now, and you ask people if they really cared. Yes, sir. Why were Sony... I don't remember Sony being mad. I don't remember any Sony fans being angry about games coming to PC. What Sony people were you hanging out with? I seriously hope Game Pass doesn't increase. It's already more expensive than the PS equivalent, says Christina. It's a good point, says uh, Andrew. Since buying premium PlayStation, I haven't bought a single game, and I'm a game shopaholic for sure. They were butthurt? What do you... 
Well, apparently we're just a bunch of Sony fanboys here. I don't remember anybody in my stream being angry when those games were coming to PC. We were all excited. Some of the biggest Sony fans in here got super excited when we saw games coming to PC. I don't know where you were seeing people mad. I don't, I don't, anybody that was angry about that is, that's not, they're not somebody worth engaging with. Game Pass is filled with great games. That's subjective to the user. The best deal in all of gaming and will keep getting better. I won't have to buy Starfield, but I'll buy all the DLC and every cosmetic release. On Twitter? Homie, Twitter, stay mad. <laughs> like, to borrow a phrase that I don't typically say, Twitter, stay mad, bro. <laughs> it's all, they're always mad. That's not really indicative of the consumer base of Sony. I don't think so. No. I don't think the lion's share of the Sony player base is like, I can't believe it. They're taking really old games and putting it on the PC. Like, no, I don't think so. My bros that don't play PlayStation now can play the games. I told them they were amazing. Listen, anybody who thinks that that was a bad decision or got angry about that is an idiot. It's just more money for Sony to invest in those properties, those games, and those developers. Like... I want you to hear this and I want you to maybe suddenly realize how dumb you are. If you think that Sony putting games on PC was dumb and you're angry about it, you're an idiot. You don't understand. They're making more money from another market that they can then reinvest in your favorite property. You like Horizon Zero Dawn? You like God of War? You like Spider-Man? That's just more money. The Sony fanboys were mad. Thank you for conceding that no Sony fanboys hang out here then. Nobody here was angry about that. And I get told all the time that I'm a Sony fanboy and there's a bunch of Sony fanboys here. Well, I appreciate you telling me that I'm not a Sony fanboy and neither is the audience because we none of, nobody here was ticked about it. We all thought it was wonderful. We threw dadgum confetti in the air when that PlayStation, that Spider-Man uh, PC commercial happened. And I was like, I was wrong. I thought it would never come to PC. This is amazing. The majority of gamers don't give a crap about all of this. They go to where the better games are. As a gamer, I want access for games to everyone in as many places as possible. It's sad that there are people that thrive at the expense of others. Jeff B. was mad. I'm going to miss rubbing PC Returnal in his face. What Was he saying that it would never happen, Eugene? I can't remember. I remember you and him going back and forth about Returnal, and I think was he the one that was like, "No, it'll never happen. It'll never come to PC." Lono is not a true Sony fanboy because he did not get mad on oh console war logic. <laughs> well, well, that's what they're saying. They're saying Sony fanboys got mad. I'm an Xbox fan, but I would be a PS. I would have a PS5 if there was a game I really wanted to play on it. Possibility would be Final Fantasy 16. If that'll ever come to Xbox. I think that's a timed exclusive, isn't it? Griffin Gaming is mad annoying. What's he cover? Doesn't he cover Destiny? I feel like he was the guy that was on YouTube. There was some guy who covered Destiny on YouTube. And then every time he went and streamed on Purple, he just viewbotted his face off. And he got called out about it. So he stopped streaming on Purple. <laughs> it's like 1,500 viewers. And he'd have like a dead chat. <laughs> was that the same guy <laughs> was that the same guy he did that all the time I, he covers PC games 
there was some there was some dude with a name like that 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 streamed Destiny on purple, and he would and he would just totally it would just view bought his face off. I don't remember who it was. I'm one of the biggest PlayStation fans here. After Jeff B, I love the PC deals. Mo money, mo games. That's right. No, that's a different person. DZD, I love that you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> I love I love that you know. Was it Griffith instead of Griffin? Was it Griffith with a TH? Griffin Gaming calls out fanboys. Okay, so I must have the wrong guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that somebody knew who I was talking about. It was so annoying. He got called out so many times. People were like, I don't understand, man. You have a thousand people here. Nobody's talking. Where is everybody? <laughs> You'd have streamers with like 50 people with more active chats. I take that back. I would probably buy a PC over the PS5 just because I need a good PC for the fam. Smash that like button. Yeah, can we get 400 likes? I bet you we can. We've gotten so many people in here today. Let's see where you're all coming from. A lot of you have hit subscribe today. Thank you for subscribing to Reforge Gaming. We do a talk show like this Monday through Friday. I am safe for work, so make sure you hit subscribe and that bell button. I'll be in your sub feed all week. If you if you ever don't see me on your homepage, click your subscriber feed. I will be there, okay? I'll be gone next week, and when I come back, sometimes YouTube won't put me on your homepage for a while, all right? So August 15th is when I return. This week, we're good. I'm streaming all week. But next week, I'll be gone. And sometimes YouTube's like, oh, he's not streaming. Go to your subscription feed. Uh, We're getting some good recommend off of this PlayStation Scared of Call of Duty. Does Sony fear Game Pass? So we're getting some recommends, and we're getting a teeny bit of search. We're not getting much search. We're getting a lot of browse. 73% of you clicked on me. If I was recommended on your homepage or you've never seen my content before, be sure to hit subscribe and be sure to smash the like button. Thank you so much for being here. It's a wonderful turnout. We really appreciate all of the loyal, long-time or newer subs that have been coming back for the daily talk shows. I want Nintendo, especially, says Mario. I want Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft to invest more in bringing their games to PC because I'm going to get a stream deck and I get to enjoy all the games while I'm on the road for trucking and acting. I just dropped in to say hi, but work is calling. Thanks for stopping by, Silver Subaru. Guys, there is a gifted membership incentive right now. Ganks, one of our community members, said that if we get to 1450 members before end of day Thursday, he'll drop a 50 bomb. So, get some gifted members going. Become a member yourself. You can jump in the ring for five bucks a month. You get to take part in all the members-only content. This Friday night, I'll be streaming with my brother. Friday nights are members-only. Just this last week, we did a members-only community game night playing Fall Guys. It was hilarious. So get those memberships going. If you already have a membership, get in the Discord. Trucking and acting? You better write a book about your life at some point. <laughs> How do you highlight the name of the person you're trying to reply to? You really you can type at the at symbol in their name or the pound symbol in their name. I'm subscribed to you, of course, but other content I view is through homepage. I rarely search for things. Yeah, sometimes I just won't be on your homepage because if you haven't watched my content in a couple of days, you got to go to the subscription page. Wheezy says he thinks in three years they're going to bump Game Pass by $5. Did you pre-order The Last of Us Remake? Do you really think it's worth $70? i am a PC player and I'm going to pre-order it on day one because I've never played it. 
I think that the, that's subjective to how recently you've played the game and how recently you've played the remaster. For some people, it's an easy seventy dollar. It's an easy seventy dollar snag. For other people, they, they think it's overpriced. I personally think it's worth it for me. I've not touched the game in ages. I played the original version on a PS4. I didn't even play it on a Pro, and I didn't play the remaster. What's Reforged Dark Roast flavor profile compared to Cafe Bustello, aka Dirty Demon Water? I have no idea. You'd have to just go read our flavor profile and compare it. If you're familiar with Cafe Bustella or, or D- uh, Dirty Demon Water, if you're familiar with that flavor profile, then just go to our uh, ReforgeRoast.com website and just check the flavor profiles. You know, compare. 50 members are the $50 option. He's going to gift 50 members. if we Because we, we're trying to hit 1,500. So basically, Ganks is like, if you get us to 1450, he's like, I'll drop the other 50, is what he's saying. Honestly, what made me want to get a PS5 is a really small thing. That RGB feature in Hogwarts Legacy that lights up the color of your house, I know it doesn't make much sense. Totally get that, though. Totally do. Ghost in the Garage Gaming says, I don't agree with the whole uh, Kumbaya mentality. I've never bought a car and was like, I wish my Lexus had the feature that Chevy and Ford and Chrysler has. It depends, though. If you rode in a car that your buddy had, and it had a really dope feature that was exclusive to that brand, you might think, I wish my car had this. You know, it depends on the feature. It depends on what it would do to your quality of life. It depends on what it would do to your driving experience. Do you see? Before they raise Game Pass price... They need to adjust the reward structure. I get three months of Game Pass every two months. Well, let's loop back here. The Microsoft Activision deal and Call of Duty, the fear that it might become an Xbox Call of Duty exclusive. That's the fear. I've got some questions for you guys. I already asked you, would you switch consoles for Call of Duty? Almost 600 votes. 80% are saying no. 20% are saying yes. Now I got another question. Oh my gosh. YouTube Lurker's like, I tell you what I'll do. He's like, I'll drop a 50 bomb. Jiminy freaking Christmas. If you can hear my voice, look at the chat and click allow gifts so you can get a gifted membership. Jay, the broken old ball, Bama Glock, 809 Lion. I, I can't read them all. I can't read them all. I got to hold this thing. I got to hold the chat in place. Steve, Daniel Silva, Jaron Pryan, Vort, Tim Norman, Brian Chapin or Chapin, Jeff Ford, Gregory Parker. Uh, I, I can't, I can't. David Kraft, Night Surfer, Joseph Brandt, Skatenator, Caroline Dreamer, Dark D. Darko, Ultimator Hines, uh, The Flash 25, Ma- Mogwai, uh, Renee. Oh, why does it do that? Renee. Uh, Soars, Krillin Time, RR, MJ, Christian August, Augustine, Sound Turnip, Pointed Razor. If I'm saying your name, you got a membership, which means you need to jump in our Discord and say thank you to YouTube Lurker for being so generous. Black Snow, Alex Hornby, Arch D, uh, Nitrous, uh, G Red, Caleb Garner, uh, Ashani Kapakar, Daniel Smith, Noxie, NVIDIA Play Games. Uh, Johnny, a really big long one, De Leon, Johnny De Leon, uh, Charlie Boy, Carson Groves, what's your Wi-Fi password, Josh Schaefer, um, 
Killing. Oh, I lost my place. Kingsington Smith, Zeno, Millington Design, Anil007, Chris Arroyo, Dark Taco. There it is. That's all of them. If I said your name, if I said your name, you have been gifted a membership. Members only is going to be full of fresh faces. Bring desserts and cookies. Let me check the total count. Ganks threw down the gauntlet and YouTube Lurker said, I'll just pick it up and do it myself. We are at 1,451. 1,451. So we did it, gangs, before Thursday. <laughs> 1,451. That's a big one. I wish I had a sugar daddy like Lono. Guys, again, if you just got a membership, man, get in our Discord. That's one of the greatest ways to not miss out on members-only content. We do members-only content every single day at the end of of the day uh, we do members only content on Friday nights YouTube does not do the greatest job alerting you okay it doesn't it doesn't do the greatest job alerting you about members only content I do like a members only post and then I alert discord and Twitter I love being able to get in and disagree with you keep up the great content thank you YouTube lurker give me a second had to park uh, I was really just baiting YouTube lurker <laughs> that's good that's good that's good okay okay so I have a question Alright, I have a question. And Ganks is about to make the chat go crazy, but I'm going to ask this question before he does it. This is the next discussion question that I have for you. Do you think Sony's concern is valid, and should their concern affect the deal? The Microsoft Activision Blizzard deal, where they're going to maybe put Call of Duty exclusive. I don't think they will. But do you think Sony's concern is valid? And should Sony's concern about Call of Duty specifically, should it affect the deal? Do you think that, yes, if Call of Duty went exclusive to one platform, that that's anti-competition, that that's a non-competitive move by Microsoft? Distorted says, if you get into the Discord, make sure and connect your YouTube. There it is. Kid Kings with a $5 tip. Thank you for the $5 tip through Super Chat, Kid Kings and Ganks has dropped the 50 bomb. Thank you so much for doing that. That is so kind. If you get a membership, if I call out your name, you really, really need to get into the Discord. You need to do that. John Aaron, Jeremy Bruce, Kyle, AJ Glad, Hadrian, Tobias Anderson, Jan W, Meep, uh, Meep, Siggy, uh, woo, whoops, 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 whoops. Wuhan fried. Oh my gosh, I'm not saying that. That's a hilarious name, but I can't say that. Thank you so much, uh, Fried Bat, for getting a membership. Jake, ha ha ha. Jared Olson, ZK Gaming, ITGN Games, Ar- Ar- Arminus, It's Slimy, Loki Creations, uh, Matthias Olea, AB, Gray Fox, Larson Jones, Zach McBuckets, love that name. Andy Dean, Nor Abdulad, Rishi007. Um, if you're just tuning in, I'm reading out names of people who got gifted memberships. Welcome in, everybody. Danny Mendoza, 2BK Gaming, JS Gaming, uh, Punith, Galaxy Wolf TV, Leo, Christian Williams, J Money, Joe Blow, Gene, Z Lair Z, Vmore, Zero, Anita Macon, Duncan BTW, Von Raz got one. Yo, the guy I met at the gas station. Romanian Czar getting a gifted membership. Love to see it. It's Spurious Dude, Jolly Meal, Joshua Surveyus, Pete S. Uh, okay. 
Artist King Harshal, Symbians, uh, Thunder Yuri, Axkull TV. That's all of them. That's all 50. And an 11 month milestone for Radish Smuggler. Welcome everybody in. That means we have officially hit 1,500 members. So at some point in the month of August, uh, my wife has to go back in to Elden Ring on a Friday night. Friday nights are typically my wife and I playing games. We are at 1501 on the members, so we did hit it. Now, we don't have to maintain it because we will be constantly losing members throughout the month, okay? The other big milestone we're aiming for is 2,000. If we hit 2,000 members just once in a month, we will do a members-only Star Wars Episode One watch party. This is legitimate. We're not going to be streaming it. It's through uh, an extension that we can use through Chrome. You would need a Disney Plus subscription. And we will do an, an Episode One watch party of Star Wars. My wife loves that movie, and I despise it. It would be hilarious. You guys would like it. That's the next big giant stretch goal, okay? Nolan Sates hitting an 11-month milestone. And Jeffrey Shea hitting a two-month milestone. Welcome back in. Uh, Nick Merck's responding to use your skills, passion, and talents to leave a mark of legacy on Halo. We're hiring. And he added Bungie. Oh my gosh. Nick Merck's with an absolute body. (laughs) Call of Duty's little money compared to Candy Crush. Okay, Call of Duty staying multi is a win, says Skiffy. So the question for discussion right now, now that we're done reading all those members, YouTube Lurker and Ganks, thank you guys so much for the insane generosity. This channel's membership continues to grow, and we really appreciate it. We would not be able to do what we do without people like you going big. Even people, if you're just doing your own membership, if you're lurking every day, if you're committed in pressing that like button, get us to 400 likes. We only need 12 more. Those things help as well. Make sure you're subscribed i cannot stress this enough i say it so much people probably get tired of me saying it if you're a new member get in the discord discord is a server based thing with rooms and chat rooms members you're going to get you know announcements and pings you can talk to the community when i'm not live you will never miss out on members only content if you're in the discord whether it's my wife and i playing if we get enough tier two members to convert um Uh, Mr. Glum has to upgrade, but I'm going to do new segments for tier two members and above. If just, I think 30 something more people upgrade from tier one to tier two, we need 35 more people to do that. I will start uploading really, really tough gameplays just for tier two members and above. They'll probably hit on the weekends. 19 month milestone from my man. This is committed and it's a tier two. Getting close to two years, Hilly. Thank you. YouTube Lurker says, OMG, how are there still gray names? If you have a gray name and you're not a member, chime in in the chat. Let's see how many are still here. There's a lot of folks here. There's a lot of folks here. It's a valid concern, says Dark Taco, but Lono, don't you think Sony got greedy thinking Call of Duty would be associated with their platform forever? Listen, listen. I'm not going to say Sony's being hypocritical, but they're very, very well aware that Call of Duty affects console choice because they did it too. They did it. Call of Duty exclusivity, they know. They did it. They paid for exclusive skins and maps. They paid for exclusivity in Destiny. Sony is very familiar with this. So when they say what they're saying, they're speaking from experience. 
right? They're like, look, man, we did this in the past. This is even bigger than what we did. We gave people gun skins and like early access to maps. You're talking about taking the entire dad gum. You're talking about taking the entire game away from us. So they're, yeah, they're very, very familiar. There we go. Still plenty of great names in chat. I'm here. Love the content. I listen while I'm sitting in the hangar. Well, thank you so much for hanging out. I appreciate that. Call of Duty Advanced Warfare upcoming on PC. Okay, all cut up. Sup, Lono and Peeps. What's good? How are you? How are you, Seb? Don't forget it was an Xbox exclusive as well, I think, before Sony. Oh, yeah. They batted the ball back and forth. Microsoft had an exclusive deal with COD, uh, and then wasn't it one of the Black Opses or something? And then Sony had exclusivity with COD, and now, you know, now they're worried. They're like, listen, if you do this, you're going to take a ton of money away from us. I think Sony is worried. I do. I don't think they're, like, rattled. I don't think they're scared, right? I don't think they're like, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? We won't be able to compete I don't think it's that extreme, but I do think, okay, I do think they 100% are looking at it and be like, we're going to lose a ton of money if they do this. Now, you got to consider something. Microsoft is probably saying the same thing. If we go exclusive, if we take Call of Duty off of that Sony platform, we're going to lose tons of money. It's an existing ecosystem. It's, it's, it's roughly somewhere between 30 and 40% of the Call of Duty player base is on PlayStation. A lot of the Call of Duty player bases on PlayStation, 30 to 40%. Okay? That's way too many people to just cut off from the game. You're talking about guaranteed sales. You're talking about guaranteed microtransactions. You're talking about easy, easy money. Easy money that they would just chop off. I've continued to say that I don't think Microsoft will do it because I don't think their shareholders will let them. I don't think their shareholders will less them. I don't think so. I think like you can't do that. You guys are you guys are bonkers insane if you think that that's a good idea. Yo, it's good, Ricky. Sony played dirty, dirty. LOL. They have to win, win. If they don't lose, lose. If they go con- exclusive, I'm not sure what you mean, Skiffy. Seems like it would hurt Microsoft more if they made it exclusive. Right, because it's part of the ROI on the deal. You spend seventy billion, and then you cut off a portion of what you bought and what it and what money it generates. Do you think it's a bad look that Phil Spencer quoted saying his most anticipated game he wants to play is God of War Ragnarok? No, I think Phil Spencer is good for the industry. I think he shows that the console tribalism and the console war is stupid. Like anybody who's being like super console war, super tribalistic. Phil Spencer's like, no, you you look dumb. He's like, you look dumb. He's like, the biggest game I'm looking forward to this year, it's God of War Ragnarok. He doesn't, he doesn't give a crap about this stuff. Do you know what's funny about all the people that are like super tribalistic and like they're such a big Xbox fan that they like they go they go full, they go all the way full. Phil Spencer is like looking at you like, you're missing out, man. I have a PlayStation 5. Like, what are you doing? I'm gonna play that game. Call of Duty generated 1.8 billion on Sony last year. At a 70/30 cut, that's 1.3 billion for Activision, 500 million for Sony. It would be bad business for both companies. Yeah, I think everybody loses. I think I think everybody loses if you take Call of Duty off of Sony. Sony loses money, 
the devs lose money the publishers lose money microsoft loses money why would you do that it would be tectonic to that 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 sector Phil's a gamer he doesn't care about exclusive he's rich and has access to literally everything my buddy asked how much stock equity do these tribalistic fanboys have invested in sony and microsoft well probably none i think the funniest thing about the whole interview was that riot games has more belief in naughty dog than playstation does i'm not sure what you mean by that i think he does care about exclusives but he believes sony is good in the console space to keep consoles alive wasn't revealed that microsoft helped drive the console wars not in the way that it turned out no they said that they yeah they fostered it hey there's another tier two member hitting a 12 month milestone vengeance welcome back in sony is justified in being worried but i am 100 percent against any exclusivity i believe all games should be accessible on every platform yeah i don't agree with that what do you guys think about what vengeance just said i don't agree with that i think exclusivity drives up game quality i do I think when Sony invests in, in, in Naughty Dog or Insomniac or Gorilla, I think we end up with better games. I think they're able to focus development on one platform. I think the budget gets better ROI on quality, like you just get better work. I don't agree with that at all. I don't think any of these companies should be spending all this money and, and investing in a developer's growth and investing in a developer's project just to be like, oh yeah, let's put it everywhere. I don't think so. When you have different platforms and you have exclusivity, it drives competition and it drives up quality. It, it, I, I think it does. I mean, they brought up Naughty Dog as a competitor to Activision games and kind of put them on a pedestal. I don't think Naughty Dog games compete with... Well... I mean, maybe. But not, not, at, the round, not at the level of Call of Duty, no. Zubair said, I would agree for multiplayer games. Oh, I would definitely agree for multiplayer games for live service games. This is why I've said that I don't think Sony's going to have any problem putting their live service games on multiple platforms. I don't think they care about that. I don't think they care about it. They're like, listen, if we're going to invest in live service, if we're going to have Bungie help us with live service tech, we're not going to put those games on just one platform. And people are like, well, their comments about multi-platform or about PC. I don't think so. When you're talking about live service games and they reference the fact that Bungie's content and future content will be multi-platform, I think they're giving you the context of what they mean. I think their future live service games will be like Destiny. They'll be everywhere, with the exception of the Switch. Maybe. Some of them might land on Switch. We don't know. Guys, just a reminder, it's in chat right now. I'll be out of town next week, the 8th through the 12th. Normal streams resume on the 15th. So I'm streaming all this week. I'm streaming all this week. Today, all the way to Friday the 5th. But then next week, 8th through the 12th, I'll be gone. Everything resumes on the 15th. Keep in mind, if I'm not on your homepage, check your subscription feed, okay? A lot of you guys open up YouTube and you're like, oh, he's not live. Go to your subscriptions feed. I will be there. If you don't watch me for a week, I might not show up on your homepage. You got to kind of massage me back into your daily ritual on YouTube. Microsoft should be petty and make Call of Duty exclusive for two weeks. Nook, I could see them doing early access. I could. Pre-order Call of Duty on our platform. You can play a week early. 100%. East Coast Overlord with a $10 tip through Super Chat. 
I agree with Vengeance mostly. The only time I agree with you is in terms of optimization. Undertale is one of the best rated games of all time. Runs like a potato. AAA graphics is the difference. Uh, Distorted says... How far up is this? It may sometimes drive up game quality, Lono, but some people will never be able to afford both consoles and will therefore always have to miss out on some of the best games out there. And as a consumer, that's a crap experience. Sorry. That's just the way that it goes. What are you going to do? Can you? It, there's plenty of people who can't afford to go see a movie in 3D IMAX. Sorry, man. You got to wait so you can rent it for, for six bucks on Amazon. You missed out on the theater experience. You missed out on the big thing. Like, sorry, man. Like, not everybody can buy a car with every single amazing feature. You got to buy a used car. You got to buy an old car. Sorry, man. You're you, that you're you're at that level of the consumer economic status. Like you can't buy all of the things. You can't. Like I can't buy all the things. I see I see guys driving around in in super nice Teslas, and I see I see people with houses that are bigger than mine. Like, okay, I can't ex- I can't afford it. That's life. That's where I am. Like I don't. I'm not saying you have to like it. I'm not saying, oh yeah, you have to like not being able to afford something. I'm not saying that. But you're certainly not entitled to being able to buy everything. Like, you know, it really sucks. I can't afford all the subscription services that are out there. Netflix, Hulu, Paramount Plus, and Disney Plus. I want to watch Star Trek The Next Generation, but I also want to watch Moon Knight. And I also want to watch Stranger Things, and I can't afford all of them. Sorry, man. That sucks, but that's the, that's the way that it is. If you want to watch all those shows, you got to buy all those subscription services. And the companies that own those properties invested a lot of money in those things. I disagree. Exclusivity like games being locked behind one platform is going to impact sales numbers and it will reduce the quality of future titles because they're not making enough revenue. That's demonstrably false, Cade. Look at the growth of Gorilla and the quality of Horizon Zero Dawn to Horizon Forbidden West. Look at the growth of Insomniac and look at the quality of their games with Ratchet & Clank, Rift Apart, Spider-Man, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Look at the growth of Naughty Dog. It's What you're claiming is demonstrably false. I can demonstrate that it isn't true. The opposite is happening. The exclusive companies and the exclusive titles are doing stupid good. Like, look at the sales of those games. Look at the sales of Spider-Man and Miles Morales. Look at the sales of, of Sony first-party properties. No, you're wrong. Like, it's easy to com- it's easy to prove that wrong. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake disagrees. Got to research. Got to search for bundled stuff and bargains. Arguably better than most third-party games. I'm saying. I'm saying in that way it's bad, says Distorted. Not that it's enough to argue why there shouldn't be exclusives. Well, of course there's negatives to it, Distorted. There's negatives to any business decision. You know, if you decide to open up a five-star steak restaurant, there's going to be people that can't afford to go eat there. You know, you might have family members that can't afford to eat there. But that, that, that was the business choice that you made, and that's one of the outcomes. I've never been wrong, though. Weird. <laughs> $300 console and $250 console for Xbox Series S and Switch. That's two separate consoles for basically the same as a premium $500 one. There are options. There's also xCloud. I'm not sure who's he debating with and what about. 
Xbox isn't restricting any gamer. I got a new TV and the Game Pass app is on it. When does Final Fantasy come to Xbox, Mo? It did. Look at Final Fantasy Forspoken and most other time exclusives on PlayStation, which is two years. I'm not sure what you're talking about, Mo. What you're, you're saying exclusivity hurt Final Fantasy and Forspoken? Forspoken delayed like virtually every other game. So what what's unique to Forspoken that you're using it as an example? What's unique to Final Fantasy Final Fantasy that you're using it as an example? An example for them being so you're saying most other time exclusive on PlayStation, which is two years. Oh, you're talking to somebody else. What are you talking about? You're talking about time exclusivity? In the case with Activision Blizzard, it's going in the reverse and would exclude a large portion of the target audience. Console launch exclusives are different. Yes, I agree with that. I, I, I think shrinking an existing property that has lots of people already buying it and paying for it, yeah, I think that's very different than saying, hey, we have our brand's new title here uh, for Spoken. We have our brand's new title here, Horizon Zero Dawn. We've invested money. we got this developer. Let's... uh. You know, let's get it going. Final Fantasy's never coming again. Xbox gamers have to realize that. <clears throat> the exclusivity for an entire game is the biggest punch ever, especially when it's the whole when it's a whole year. I don't like when they do. I'll be honest with you. I don't like timed exclusivity. I don't because I think that hurts. I think that hurts the title. I would rather a game just be exclusive either go full exclusive like Ragnarok or Ratchet and Spider-Man. Just go full exclusive. The one year exclusivity hurt Tomb Raider. It hurt the second Tomb Raider. It was it got so criticized that Phil Spencer's like, yeah, we're not really going to pay for third party time exclusivity anymore. What he meant was, yeah, we're not going to pay for third party time exclusivity anymore because we're going to buy 25% of the third party market. Exactly. It's different if it's a new game or a concept. Not robbing a fan base of a game for time exclusive like Tomb Raider, that's the issue. Yeah, the Tomb Raider thing was so disliked that Phil Spencer was like, oh yeah, we're not going to do that anymore. But again, in, in the back of his mind, he's thinking, we're not going to have to. We're just going to buy them. <laughs> They're going to be ours. You know what I mean? A $9... A $9... A nine-month milestone for Trebellion. Send you a Twitter, uh, Twitter message for your info. Modern Warfare 2 has me tempted to try Call of Duty again, but not enough to pre-order it right now. You needed my info? I read the message this morning. Did I completely misunderstand? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. It's working for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're able you're able to use your member, your, your, uh, you're able to watch um, the members-only content and you're able to you're able to do background play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, just for my information. Yeah, just FYI. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah, it is. It's working for some people and not others. Maybe they're slowly fixing it. I don't know. It's definitely weird. Modern Warfare 2 going to make me feel like I'm 11 again. Mo says, which is BS. Every Final Fantasy is an Xbox. So why not the new one? Yeah, because it's Sony. Yeah, I don't agree with grabbing existing franchises and doing that, Mo. I don't like it. I don't like when Sony does it any more than I like when Xbox does it. It's not Cry uh, Crybaby uh, PlayStation fanboys. When the Tomb Raider series was born and supported on PlayStation, that was a gut punch to the fan base. Yeah, the one-year exclusivity for Tomb Raider, I disliked that, and I didn't even have a PlayStation at the time. 
I didn't. Or if I did, I only bought it so I could have three more Destiny characters. I was not a PlayStation fan at the time, and I hated that decision. I was a bigger Xbox fan at the time, and I hotly criticized it. I'd criticize it as a Tomb Raider fan. I was like, why would you limit the footprint sales and popularity of the dadgum game? Not only did they decide to launch Tomb Raider the same week as Fallout 4, which was stupid, but they put it on one platform. It was dumb. They paid for it to be made. Why is it a gut punch? They didn't pay for it to be made. They paid for timed exclusivity. That's not the same. Microsoft was not the publisher of that second Tomb Raider game. That's not true. What was the second Tomb Raider game called? As far as I understand it, Microsoft was not the publisher of that game. That's simply not true. They paid for a year of exclusivity. Uh, Now, obviously, you could say, well, that tangentially pays for development. but, But they're not the publisher. When Call of Duty went exclusive to Sony, did many people here swap consoles? I say 360. But Call of Duty never went exclusive to Sony. There was exclusive things you could get on Sony. Was it Rise of the Tomb Raider? Rise of the Tomb Raider publisher. Oh, it looks like Xbox Game Studios is is, is a partial publisher. They're considered a partial publisher. So maybe you could say they did help pay for it. I think I was wrong. It was published by Microsoft Studios and Square Enix. So it was it was it was co it was co-published. So yeah, you were right. Microsoft did pay for it. I didn't know that. I I was like I don't think they're the publisher. So they did a co-publishing joint thing. So they did pay for the development of it. It's still a gut punch to people that were hoping to buy it. I like you got to remember I was a huge Microsoft fan at the time. I'm still a Microsoft fan at the time. At the time, I criticized it as a fan of Tomb Raider. Like, I don't care if Microsoft co-published the game. You just shrunk the game's footprint. It didn't sell as well as it would have. I don't like that as a fan of the game. I don't like it when Sony does it with a Final Fantasy title. I don't like that. An existing title, an existing franchise, an existing fan base, and you shrink the footprint. I don't like that. You want to buy a developer and you want to pay for their game to be made, whether it's God of War or Horizon or Ratchet and Clank or Spider-Man, that's n- that's totally different than buying an existing franchise and shrinking its footprint. I played Final Fantasy VII Remake for a little bit. Yeah, I, I got bored once I got to the one town and I was just doing nothing but fetch quests and listening to dialogue. I was like, this game is not for me. It just isn't. It's just not for me. It hurts the fan base. Yeah. I I wasn't angry at Microsoft as like a Sony fanboy. At the time, I had one game on my PlayStation, and it was Destiny. I didn't have a PlayStation for any other reason. Screw you, it's the best game ever made. My goodness, you are sensitive. Jeepers. Settle down. I said it wasn't for me. I didn't insult the game. Calm down, man. You might, it, you might have to... Oh, I banged your mom, you suck, man. Okay. It's time to give the iPad back to mommy. You gotta tell her that you had too much screen time today, okay? You gotta tell mama. Go get your mommy and tell her you've had too much screen time. It's fried your brain a little bit, right? Go, go outside and... Go outside and get some sun... Go get, go get some vitamin D. Get a little snack. Have a little milky. You know, sit down. Maybe sit down in front of the TV and watch too much television. All the Final Fantasy games from, like, 6 onward 
are on Xbox besides Final Fantasy 14 says Distorted. All I was saying is why is it okay for Sony but not Xbox? Because that's the argument that come uh, out. I don't hear too many saying anything PlayStation only Xbox. Um, I'm not saying that, Mo. I don't see any Sony fans here saying that. Like, I don't see anybody saying that. I don't. Th- I don't see people saying, "Oh, that's totally fine to shrink an existing franchise's footprint." I'm saying I never like it. I didn't like it when Microsoft did it with Tomb Raider. I don't like it when when Sony does it with with, with Final Fantasy. And I certainly don't think it's a good idea for Microsoft to do that with Call of Duty. I think it's a stupid idea economically. Who's saying that? Yeah, who here is saying that, Mo? You know what I'm saying? Who's saying that? Fallout 4 was a Grim Reaper. It was best popular title. Arguably probably sold more copies than Tomb Raider. I think if a franchise has already multi-plat for years, it's dumb to change the franchise to console exclusive. Time exclusives are the worst. I don't hear the argument about Sony. What are you, what are you talking about? I just said moments ago that I don't like when Sony does it. And people here are agreeing. They don't like timed exclusivity. There's top chat, there's live chat, and apparently there's imaginary chat. You shut your mouth. Tomb Raider is the best game ever. <laughs> I got told Tomb Raider shouldn't have been an exclusive. Yeah, it shouldn't have been. What? We're, it's called being consistent, Mo. We're... People that are against timed exclusives are being consistent. We're not cherry-picking and picking on Microsoft. We're picking instances where it happened and we're saying, this is stupid. It's, listen, Forspoken being a timed exclusive as a brand new IP, I don't like it, but it's hugely different than Tomb Raider or Final Fantasy. Like, I don't like Final Fantasy being exclusive to Sony like that. I don't. Existing franchise, huge footprint, huge consumer base, and you and you put it on one platform. I don't like that. I think that that's stupid. I thought it was stupid when Microsoft did it with Tomb Raider. Why? It's an existing fan base that you're like, <laughs> no, I don't like that. I think that's dumb. Forspoken's at least coming to PC day one. Sure. I, I do think there's a difference between Forspoken. I do. Hey, we've been live for two hours. And YouTube is telling me that I should run ads. I'm not going to. We don't like to run ads here. It disrupts the live environment. I only run ads when I run upstairs to use the restroom or to refill my water. Do me a favor. Consider hitting a super chat or a membership or a gifted membership. We try to do that on the hour to show YouTube. There are better ways to monetize live streams, and it's not by running ads. All right? So if you can swing it, swing it. If you can't swing it, at the very least, smash the like button and take us to 500 likes. We could hit 500 likes. I guarantee you there's 60 people here who haven't hit like yet. I don't have a problem with any exclusives, but I understand what Lona was saying. There's a relationship between Square and Sony that goes back decades. As I don't care about that relationship, Eugene. I care about the consumer when it comes to an existing franchise. There is a giant difference between taking a game that you've invested in and a company that you've invested in being like, this is our game. That's not the same as being like, well, we've had a relationship with them for a really long time. The consumer doesn't give a frick about that. The consumer doesn't care about that. Final Fantasy is a super popular pla- game. It's it's it, like, wh- where can you play the most popular Final Fantasy? The one that's like an MMO. You can play it everywhere. 
right? With the exception of Switch, I imagine. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm taking up for the consumer and saying that's dumb. Final Fantasy VII games on Xbox is a new thing. I'm not talking about Final Fantasy VII. I'm talking about Final Fantasy as a franchise. I'm talking about the franchise. Final Fantasy in general is a new Xbox thing. You can't play it on Xbox? Uh, yeah. Wait, you can't play Final Fantasy 16 on the Xbox? Or, I'm sorry, 14? You can't. Oh, Final Fantasy 14 is also PlayStation PC. Oh, I had that wrong. I thought you could play that on Xbox. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Are there any... What Final Fantasies then... I might have to adjust my position. What Final Fantasies... Okay. Okay, thanks, Mama. What Final Fantasies are available on the Xbox? 14, 7, and 16 will never come to Xbox. I think it's a square decision. So all the Final Fantasies are on Xbox except for 14, 7, and 16. 15 was on Xbox. <sighs> Final Fantasy 7 original, 8, 10, 11, 8, 10, 12, 13, and 15 are all on Xbox. Okay. So... Let me let me let me restructure my position. I'm gonna have to adjust my position a little bit. I think that's just confusing as frick to the consumer, and they have every right to be irritated. I think they have a right to be irritated because that's confusing as frick. History of the franchise: the games come to Xbox late. Okay, I'll grant that point. I'll grant that point. So, time exclusivity for Final Fantasy has been a standard in the industry for a while. That still doesn't mean it's. I don't like it. I still don't like it. I think I'm allowed to not like it because it's confusing to the dad. It's confusing to the consumer. It's like, wait a minute. I can get these, but not that one. I can get these, but I get them late. I can get that one, but not right now. What the frick is going on? When can I play these dadgum games? Like, I don't like that. I didn't like when they did it with Tomb Raider. I certainly don't like it when you do it with Final Fantasy and it's all over the dadgum place. You can get some, but not all. You can get some now, but maybe not. Maybe later. Like, I don't like that at all. It's pretty funny seeing that to get the deal done, Microsoft's legal kind of has to dunk on Activision Blizzard pretty hard by saying, there's nothing unique about the video games developed and published by Activision Blizzard. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. They're like, yeah, they don't have any (laughs) must-haves. The the valuation of the buyout is almost $70 billion, but they don't have any (laughs) must-haves. Microsoft, you ain't got to lie. What are you doing? Of course they do. They got some great titles. Microsoft's about to own some of the most popular titles in video game history. No, they don't have any must-haves, though. You know... Call of Duty? I mean, who really, who's really heard of Call of Duty? Yes, grandmas, aunts, uncles, and moms and dads all are familiar with the game title, let alone all of those who actually play games and buy games and globally their impact on the market and the first-person shooter genre is unquestioned. But, I mean, really? Really? Call of Duty? I mean, come on. Is it a must-have? <laughs> I don't know. What am I even saying? I think I just argued against myself. But seriously, folks, it's not a must-have. <laughs> What are you even saying? We spent seventy billion to be charitable. Yeah, <laughs> Microsoft Legal's like, hey, yeah, it's seventy billion because you know we just we, we think their logos are cool. I think uh, the bigger thing is, is they're going to own uh, a blanking mountain of IP. Yeah, they're only they're going to own twenty five percent of the of the gaming the global community. The global gaming industry net worth, like they're going to own like a portion of it, like twenty to twenty five percent of it. It's just theirs. 
like the amount of money right the amount of money that 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 company generates for the industry it's like 20 to 25 percent of the money that's generated globally and microsoft's like yeah it's ours now (laughs) it's ours now (laughs) but it's but there's no must-haves you ever thought of newscasting that was great that's what i'm doing right now this is newscasting in a way right it's a talk show uh it reminds me of split screen oh yeah split screen was fun man split screen was fun split screen will live again one day it will in its own way we'll figure it out hillbilly jack will live again one day and so will split screen they're too good they're too good to be retired permanently Bologna, Spider-Man was on all consoles until PlayStation took them to exclusive. Why is that good? Why not keep it on all consoles? The money would have been better than it is. Um, well, yes and no. Spider-Man was not an established franchise and didn't have an established developer, so that's not an equivalency. That's not the same as, like, Final Fantasy, right? That's not the same as Call of Duty. So as a long-standing franchise with with an audience, there, there was no Spider-Man franchise and Spider-Man developer that's not a thing like you see what I'm saying like I I don't think that's an equivalency you literally have games with numbers after them homie Final Fantasy 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 oh it doesn't matter no it's well what about Spider-Man what do you what about Spider-Man like when was the last time Spider-Man like oh and and lest lest we forget Lest we forget, Microsoft said no to Spider-Man. You forget? You forget that coverage? You forget that episode? Microsoft turned that deal down. They didn't have the money for it. The timing of that exclusivity offer for Spider-Man when they were shopping around that brand to find somebody to buy it up and scoop it up, Microsoft's like, we don't have the money, we don't have the development bandwidth. Microsoft literally just pulled the gaming division out of the fire when Spider-Man was being shopped as an exclusive. Like, they weren't in a position to buy it. It wasn't that Microsoft had the money for it. Well, Microsoft had the money for it. The Xbox game division didn't have the budget for it, and they didn't have any developers to, to, to put on it. So sure, Microsoft, like Xbox Gaming Division could have run the Big Daddy Microsoft and been like, can you write us a check? And they'd have been like, for what? You don't have anybody to build the game. Like, no. And they're like, we're focusing on our in-house property right now. Also, that Spider-Man isn't a franchise with the old ones. Yeah, it's a completely different, it's a, it's, it's, it's the brand of Spider-Man. It's not a Spider-Man franchise. You're making a very, like, you are. I, I, I don't like to throw around, you know, these terms too much, but that's a false equivalency. Final Fantasy as a franchise isn't equal to Spider-Man. Spider-Man is a brand, is a character that's well known. It's an IP, it's intellectual property. There's not like, it's not like Spider-Man 1 through 6 was on all consoles and Sony swooped in and bought 7. You know what I'm saying? I don't even think that the best Spider-Man games were ever ma- were made by Insomniac, to be honest. Well, I mean, the success, the sales, and the reviews would disagree with you. I don't know what the frick Spider-Man game you're playing, but <laughs> these are like award-winning, record-selling, like, highly-praised <laughs> games. I don't know what Spider-Man game you're playing, brother, but the Spider-Man and Spider-Man Miles Morales are, are, are <laughs> like, award-winning, stellar games. I... I 
You might be playing, what was that old one on Nintendo where you're like swinging through the city? I, I honestly don't know which one you're playing. Spider-Man 2 on PS2. Oh, come on. Don't let nostalgia blind you. Those games don't even come close. Spider-Man PS1's the best. Don't at me. You're being blinded by nostalgia. That would be like saying that GoldenEye is the best shooter. Come on, man. For the time, yes, they were stellar, but they're not going to hold weight. They're not, they're not going to age well. You know what I mean? You swing through the city and all of them. Shut the frick. You're right. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about, bro? You swing through the city and all of them. Which, which one are you talking about, Lono? <laughs> is it the Superman game where you can fly? Is it, is it that one? Which Superman game are you talking about? The one where you can fly? There was a Spider-Man 2 on PS2. There's also multiple Spider-Man series that had sequels. You see when anyone can make a Spider-Man, there tends to be multiple separate franchises. Listen, I'm not going down what it could have should have with you with Spider-Man. It did amazing. The the, the company that made the game is flourishing. I'm not not doing this. I'm not doing this. No. Spider-Man's doing great. Spider-Man is doing great. I, I'm not. I'm not going to do this with you. It's pointless. It's a fruitless endeavor to go down this road. That's copium if I've ever heard it. Well, I can't play the Insomniac Spider-Man, and so it doesn't matter anyways because it's not the best. Yeah, I mean, I. <laughs> Who said that? Who said that it's not good because they can't play it? What do you? Maximum Carnage. I remember that game. Nintendo 64, I remember the cover. Spider-Man PS5 is just a remaster of the old Spider-Man games. It's all just shooting webs with better textures. <laughs> just prettier, right, Sven? It's just prettier. I don't think Spider-Man being locked down to one developer at all. Oh, you don't like it. Just like I don't like EA having the rights to Star Wars exclusi- exclu- exclusively. Let me tell you the difference between EA having the rights to Star Wars and Insomniac having the rights to Spider-Man, Okay. There's a a pretty big difference. One company is making really good games and the the other isn't. (laughs) EA EA completely bumbled Star Wars to the point that they're like, you don't have exclusivity anymore. Once 2023 hits, you're off. You're out of here, EA. The, the, The coach came out to the mound and was like, no. Go, go sit down, okay? You, you can go sit down. And Insomniac is like, hey, Sony, how are those numbers looking? And Sony's like, very nice. It's very nice fat stack of cash you've made us with these excellent games. It's not even comparable. It's not even comparable. Like, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But let me push back, Okay. Star Wars is a gigantic franchise that you can make a ton of different types of games, right? So you end up with like Fallen Order. Well, Fallen Order, yeah, I'll, I'll give you Fallen Order. They got one out of the bunch. The difference between Spider-Man and Star Wars is you're talking about, oh, I really wish that one company that couldn't make Luke Skywalker games. You're picking one character in an entire universe, Spider-Man. Fallen Order is better than Spider-Man? Oh, for frick's sake. What are we comparing now? Yeah, and, and pizza's better than tacos, and tacos are better than burgers. What? The, the, why even say that? No, one, no one's debating whether or not you like one game more than another. One game can't be better than another when they're basically the same game type. They're action-adventure. It comes down to preference. Like, do, which one do you like more? Respawn made Fallen Order, not EA. If it was up to EA, it would have failed. Yeah, I probably would agree with that. 
the point that I'm making is Marvel can be developed basically anywhere. Like, hmm. Let's really look at Marvel property. Hmm. Let's really think about this. (laughs) You know what I'm going to do, right? (laughs) Let's look at how good the multi-platform Marvel titles have turned out. Let's compare those to uh, to Spider-Man and, and to Miles Morales. <laughs> do you really want to do this? <laughs> do you really want to do this? Oh, man. Look at how much better the games are when they're multi-platform. You know, I have to take my glasses off and close my eyes and put a blindfold on. And yeah, look, multi-platform Marvel titles are significantly better than, mul- than, than single-platform Marvel titles. Except the exact opposite is true. Batman's still better oh my gosh you've not played the games so no can't claim that unrelated but just started Ghost of Tsushima on PS5 it's been a mind blowing experience it's one of the greatest games Ghost of Tsushima is one of the greatest games Guardians of the Galaxy was good Avengers was trash haven't played Spider-Man so I can't compare okay I'll grant you that I'll grant you that. Guardians of the Galaxy was really good. That's true. That's true. It won some awards. Okay. Okay. So, what can we conclude when we when we look at this? Track with me here. Being multi-platform is not a surefire recipe for a better game. It's not. We, we, can, we can prove that, and we can demonstrate that with Avengers when we compare Avengers to Guardians. Look, multi-platform is not what determines a game's greatness. It doesn't. It doesn't make the games automatically better because we have a, a game that should have been a dunker. Avengers should have been a dunker. An easy, just slam dunk, and it was garbage. So that's the point I'm making is you can't invoke multi-platform like it's a magic wand. Oh, it made the games better. Then what in the frick happened to Avengers? What happened? Arkham Asylum is so good. The Batman, the Batman games are fantastic. They're not fantastic because they're multi-platform. They're fantastic because they're good games. Batman's better than Spider-Man. Sure, cope all you want. Spider-Man is globally the most popular superhero. So fine. But you want to compare sales of Spider-Man games versus Batman games? Do you want to do that? I guarantee you Peter's winning. No doubt in my mind. Like, it's the, the issue is this. No one finishes playing Batman or Guardians of the Galaxy and, like, sets the controller down and is like, I am so glad that was multi-platform. Really added to the experience. Excellent job. No one puts down the controller for Spider-Man or Spider-Man Miles Morales and is like, you know, it would have been better if my friend on Xbox could play it. It really would have increased the game quality. Nobody talks or thinks in this way. You're doing it because of the logo on the game. Whose game is it? That's why you're saying it. You're not saying it because it's true. You're saying it because of fandom. 
You're not saying that Batman's better than Spider-Man because of some genuine review metric that you came up with and you played both games and you measured their approach to the character and the action adventure and the stories and the quest lines. You haven't even played Spider-Man. Popularity doesn't mean better. Yeah, well, you can't argue something's better if you haven't even played the other game. I've conceded that in the game of the year discussion with Ghost of Tsushima. I'm like, ultimately, I'm going to have to play The Last of Us Part 2 before I can really determine which game was better. I still think a new IP should have a leg up in the contest, but the more I've looked at Last of Us 2, I'm like, it does look like they, they, they expanded upon and took the game light years ahead of the first one, which arguably is probably why they won game of the year. I still think there was political motivations behind it because there's always cultural elements to games being reviewed. We saw that with Deathloop. But you can't sit here and tell me that the Batman games are better than Spider-Man if you've never touched the Spider-Man games. You can't. Would you take a review seriously that said that? Would you? Imagine a YouTuber being like, What's up, guys? Got a hot review coming in for Spider-Man today. Didn't play it, but I'm going to be comparing it to Batman based off of, like, trailers and gameplay. And I've ultimately concluded that Batman's better. Would anybody take that person seriously? Oh, I'm giving this guy a like. I'm going to subscribe to this guy. He's reviewing a game he hasn't even played. This is great. This is wonderful. This is intellectually honest and accurate, and it's a good representation of the product. No, nobody would support that person or that review outlet. They'd be like, this person's a fanboy. That's what you sound like when you're saying one game's better than another and you've never played the other game. No one would re- no one would accept that type of a review. Nobody. <clears throat> He's leaning away from the mic and yelling. He's all lathered up. Hide your kids. Be right back making a YouTube channel. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's start a channel. You know, called... <laughs> we'll call it Blind Game Reviews. And then we'll get we'll get canceled for ableist language because blind only has one use now. Arkham Knight released the same time as Spider-Man. That would have been a great debate to have. Which was received better? Listen, I'm going to defend Batman Arkham Knight <clears throat> because Batman Arkham Knight got a raw deal. WB screwed that game. They put like a seven-person team in charge of the PC port, and the PC port was a dadgum disaster, and it got murdered in the review outlets for it. Batman Arkham Knight is a great game, and WB absolutely bent that game over the barrel I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> let's have an 8 man team port the game to PC <laughs> and it got absolutely reamed out Angry Joe gave Arkham Knight the same score as Watch Dogs Watch Dogs he gave it the same score because he was so irritated about how bad the PC version ran it, bl- it just blinded everybody it blinded everybody it got a raw deal Batman Arkham Knight's fantastic I would actually put Arkham Knight and Spider-Man on level playing field. I would say they're equal. I would say they're they're equal in game quality and storytelling and voice acting and gameplay. I would. Yeah. Batman Arkham Knight and Spider-Man. Equal playing field. One's not better than the other. They both do an excellent job of telling an amazing hero story in a city with amazing traversal. All of it. There's too much Batmobile. Shut up. There wasn't too much Batmobile. There's one bad Batmobile mission that everybody hates, and the Batmobile was an amazing extension of the existence of Batman. 
you, you like you can't continue to evolve the Batman game without w- without the Batmobile. I just completely disagree. I, I thought the Batmobile's inclusion in Batman Arkham Knight was fantastic. There was one mission that was stupidly designed. That was not an indictment of the Batmobile. The point is, the point is, the qual- quality of a game is not determined by how many platforms it is on. It's determined by the developer. And there are pros and cons to building a game for one platform. There are. Spider-Man is where it is in part, not be- not only because of this. Spider-Man is where it is in part because they had to develop it. They had to develop it for one platform. That helps it. The Deathstroke boss fight was the only disappointing portion of the Batmobile's inclusion. That's the one I'm talking about. Isn't that the one where you have to sneak Wolvie? That's it's stupid. It's so dumb. You're I I'm playing a stealth mission in a tank? Like what? It's like wrap me in bubble wrap and put bang snaps underneath my shoes and tell me to sneak through a facility in Splinter Cell. You'd be like, why are you doing this? This is stupid. Why am I why am I doing a stealth mission in a tank? Like, what? We need you to fly over this city, and you can't make any noise. Okay, am I, am I using a hand glider? Uh, some kind of a like low, low emissions plane? You're going to be in a jumbo jet. What the? F- huh? Like, how, how am I supposed to do that? You're too loud. It's, it, what do you mean? It's a plane. What? Stupid. A stealth mission in a tank. Hey, somebody ordered some uh, Reforge Roast merch. Mithrax ordered a Reforge Team Light mug. If you guys want to be Team Light, Team Dark, order some Reforge Roast merch today. He says, money's been tight. I've been listening to your VODs more than your live sessions this past year. Haven't been buying coffee as much. Thank you for providing a great show and background podcasting. Suave voice to my delicate ears. Much love. Thank you. So much, Mythrax. I appreciate that. And that one's coming in at... Wait! Oh, you also bought a bag of light roast. A bag of light roast and a mug. Thank you very much. That's very kind. Those were optional? Oh, no, 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 no. No, the the boss fight that was stealthy was not optional. No, uh uh-uh. Boss fight wasn't optional. It was a major point in the game. What are you talking about? I loved all the optional Batmobile uh, missions. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the boss fight where you had to like sneak. That was that was a main quest. Oh, you're talking about Final Fantasy. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're we're we're, we're we crossed we crossed streams. You're not supposed to do that. <clears throat> He's responding to me. Okay. Well, do me do, do okay. Can you guys shut up and and not talk in my chat and let us talk? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> in a stunning turn of events, a live streamer tells his chat to shut up and to not talk. It's an interesting strategy. We'll see if it pays off. <laughs> Wait a minute. Did I do this right? A half an hour from now, it'll be 10 after. Yeah, we'll have to go a little bit early. That's fine. That's fine. All right, I got another question for you guys. Okay, get ready. Get ready. If, if you guys are going to if you guys are gonna uh, do... Any, uh, if you're going to do any questions, get ready. I'm going to save and overwrite that. 
And then I'm going to say, if you're, I'm sorry, if you're going to gift any memberships or do anything crazy and get the chat buzzing, do it now. I've got another question for you guys that I'm going to throw out there in just a brief moment. I got to schedule the next stream. We're going to be taking a look at the brand new Gotham Knights gameplay. Excuse me. We're not sure uh, if this is, it it, it, it looks a little bit better. It looks a little bit better. We're we're, going to be breaking it down. We're going to get it right down. The guy said, your garbage. Okay. Wait. You, you said my garbage? You didn't say you are garbage. You said your garbage. What about it? Did I forget to bring in Did I forget to bring the trash cans back in? Shoot. I mean, you're a trash can, so I could just take it to the corner if you want to push it. Uh, let's see here. I got to schedule this. There we go. Gaming news. Okay. And let's see. This stream. Hmm. You take it out. Oh, okay, okay. We did last night. We did last night. The garbage is out. The, the, the cans are at the corner. We're fine. We're fine. My wife probably already brought them back uh, up to the house. Okay. Okay, I need these tags. Okay. Let's put that there. Okay, do that. Live chat replay. Only subscribers can talk. If you guys haven't hit subscribe yet today, do me a favor and do that. All right, 12.15, so people can get the 30-minute noty. There we go. Gotham Knights looks like a walking sim. You look like a walking sim. I'm just kidding. All right, let me put that on, and then close that, close that, and then come back here and set up redirect. Hey, guys, it's been a minute since we got some members or gifted members. It's also been a minute since we hit a like milestone. Let's take a look at this like milestone. That's a killer thumbnail. Batgirl Batgirl looking thick. All right, 23. 23 more likes. Let's do it. Let's do it. We hit 1,500 members today, so my wife is going to have to play Elden Ring. All right, here we go. Here we go. And I want you Microsoft Xbox fans, I want you to answer this honestly, okay? I'm going to take a quick break, and I'm going to come back, and I want you guys to answer this question, okay? Do you think Microsoft's response about the Activision Blizzard games not being must-haves, do you think that is an accurate statement? Do you think the $70 billion Microsoft Activision deal that could lead to Call of Duty, you know, Xbox exclusive, do you think that what they're saying is accurate? That the games underneath Activision Blizzard are not must-haves? That's their defense of the acquisition. That's their defense against... Sony claiming that Call of Duty is just way too big. Okay? Right? I want to know what you guys think. I will read your responses when I get back. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to hit some ads. I want I want thoughtful answers, not yes I do, Mo. You write out something more than that. I want to know what you think. If you if you if you don't like seeing ads, switch over to YouTube Premium and you won't see them. 7 more likes to 500. I'll be right back.
My bitrate is lower. Oh, my audio bitrate's lower. Okay. Gee, many Christmas people do not like ads. Holy frick. Okay. I want to read through your responses. Um, scrolling back up. So Mo said, yes, I do. I want more than that, though. Microsoft is savage. Phil's clearly lying. Uh, I would like to know, according to Microsoft, what's the definition of a must-have game? Right. No, that's good, Kareem. If they're not must-haves, what are must-have games? Are there no such thing as must-have games? Is Microsoft going to be like, listen, we spend $70 billion, all this property is really great and all, but none of, the, none of our games are must-have. <laughs> none of our games are must-have. <laughs> Is that good marketing? <laughs> They're fine. They're okay. I mean, if you if you want to buy them, you know, if you it, you know, if you feel like it, if you've got some cash laying around, <laughs> it's deal speak. No one needs to be concerned about these things. I think they mean must have in the sense that Sony must have the game on their platform to survive. I don't think Sony will die without it. Sandy. Oh, I don't think they'll die without it either, though, Talica. Like, if that's their qualification, well, then, yeah, sure. But the pushback would be, well, what do you, what, what do you mean? They're, they're not saying they're going to die without it, right? They're, they're not saying that. They're saying it's so integral to the market, this is a non-competitive move. If you move this game to one platform, it's a non-competitive move. Jim Ryan says dumb stuff all the time. I wish he would shut up. What did he say? Oh, that's right. He said, we believe in generations and a bunch of dishonest YouTubers and video game bloggers misrepresented the comment, interpreted it, and looked through a lens and then tried to claim that he lied. Is that what you're referring to? Like the bottom barrel brain dead takes of gaming YouTube and gaming journalists that completely misrepresented his statements? Literally go read the actual article in the interview. The journalist that interviewed him misinterpreted the comments like what comments are you even talking about I don't think Phil Spencer or Jim Ryan say dumb stuff by the way this wasn't this wasn't Phil Spencer that said this this was a letter that was sent to uh, let me find the exact statement here this information came from a Microsoft letter to the Commerce Commission of New Zealand as a justification for the acquisition at large so this wasn't Phil Spencer tweeting um, bo- 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 my question to you is do you have to have Call of Duty see but you're moving the goalposts of the discussion okay so the, go- the goalposts of the discussion is Sony is claiming the size of Call of Duty's sales the amount of developers the amount of money spent on it and how entrenched it is in the industry to yank that game off of all other platforms and only put it on one basically the Microsoft ecosystem, right? That's the only place you'd be able to play it. They're saying that's anti-competitive. That That's not in the spirit of having a competitive market. You are quite literally taking a, a chunk of the industry off of other platforms, right? They're saying it's anti-competitive and you're saying, well, you don't have to have it. That's not the discussion point. That's a red herring. That's a, that's a total red herring. Sony's like, this is anti-competitive. And they're like, well, you don't have to have it. Your platform will survive without it. 
gamers don't have to play Call of Duty. No one's say no one's saying that. Th- th- that's not the discussion point. No one's saying, "Oh, I I must play Call of Duty." Like look at the look at the look at the poll at the top of the chat. 834 votes. If you had to, would you switch consoles for Call of Duty? 79% are saying no. That was your question though. My question was, do you think Microsoft, do you think Microsoft's response is accurate? I don't think it's accurate at all. I think it's a red herring, it's a distraction. They basically dropped 70 billion dollars on a bunch of non-essential games. You bought 20, you bought 20 to 25% of the gaming market and you're like, "Yeah, but none of this stuff's a must have." What? You spent you spent a thousand dollars on those shoes, babe. Yeah, but they I, I, they're not a must have. I I you know well, why'd you buy them then? What are you talking about? I think it's accurate to get the deal done. Call of Duty does have completion competition though. It's more powerful, but CS:GO, Battlefield, ETC still compete, so it isn't a must have in that sense. CS:GO cannot be played on a console, so that's not an equivalency. Battlefield does not compete. That's a joke to even claim that. A literal joke to claim that Battlefield competes. You, you, you haven't looked at sales numbers if you think that you can type that without people laughing at you. That's not true. No such thing as a must-have video game. CSGO is on console. You can play CSGO on your PlayStation? It's not popular because there are no skins on console. You can play? I didn't even know you could play it. You can play CSGO on console, but who does that? You can play it on Xbox, but the port is crap. I I didn't even think you could because no, I didn't think I I literally thought that you couldn't do it because nobody does. I was like, I didn't think it was even available. Okay, I was wrong. You can, but you think (laughs) okay, but do you think CSGO competes with Call of Duty? Okay, I'll concede that I was wrong. You, you, okay, CSGO is playable on console. Do you think it competes with Call of Duty? If you enter a race and lose badly, does that mean you didn't compete? Okay. You're moving the goalposts. If you went to the Olympics, okay, and you were on the 100-meter dash, you've been training your whole year, you're breaking your own personal records, you're going to come close to breaking a world record. And for whatever weird reason, there's this weird turn of events, you're competing against a bunch of children, okay? People would say... This isn't really a competition. You're not really competing against other Olympians. You're running against children, right? Your gold medal would would almost have an asterisk next to it. People would be like, he ran against children. So no, you wouldn't say that was a competition. It wouldn't be competitive. If me and my friends got together and we played soccer against uh, like my daughter's nine-year-old soccer team, would anybody be like that was really that was a good that was they they really competed those kids really really put up a fight no they'd be like what the frick this is stupid so no 
Battlefield doesn't compete against Call of Duty. It doesn't. So confirm PlayStation is a child. Well, are we talking about console sales, Mo? I guess that would make Xbox a fetus? It was on console. Oh, yeah, it's an Xbox 360 port. It's not even really on console anymore. This is my disagreement from earlier. Microsoft is posturing uh, it is better than it is. Sony is posturing it's worse than it is. Both are being silly. The truth is in the middle. Microsoft is being 100% truthful with the FTC. The fact that you even question this is blasphemy. If you think Diablo, Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, Overwatch, or must-haves, you're wrong, good sir. (laughs) Some of the biggest franchises in existence are like, these aren't that great. I mean, the company was valued at almost $70 billion, but I mean, well, this stuff's not a... None of this is is must-haves. Uh, CSGO, PlayStation 3, Xbox 360. Right, so, yeah, it's on all platforms, kind of. Kind of, yeah. CSGO is basically not on consoles. I I was partially correcting what I was saying. It's a super old port. You're doing backwards compatibility. It's not a current game that they're making tons of money on console with. It's disingenuous comparison because all of the companies have the resources to make a game similar scale to Call of Duty. These are not metaphorical children. False. What you just said is literally false. All of the companies do not have the resources to make a game to the scale of Call of Duty. That's false. That's not true. All all studios have nine... They have nine studios worth of bandwidth to throw at a game. Do they? All studios have that. Who are you talking about? Who? who? What developer out there is that size? They have that they have that many studios to throw at a game. What you're saying isn't true. Call of Duty has lost a lot of active users, but then again, it's gained so much from Warzone. Yeah, that that per, that percentage of loss, you have to look at that in context. They basically mushroomed up to like what 10 billion Warzone logins a month. Like it's not it can't stay up there. It can't stay up there. That loss is not alarming or worrisome. It's so easy to make a game that has 100 million to 150 million users at any given time throughout the year. Unless you're counting the smaller support companies. Not nine. Last I remember, it's four. No, we reported on this. Blizzard Activision put nine studios on Call of Duty. They moved them all. I thought it was nine. It might have been 11. Activision puts nine studios on Call of Duty. It was something like that. Activision has confirmed that all of its core studios are working on Call of Duty. <clears throat> 2,000 employees are thought to be developing the series. What's the total number of studios working on it? I forget. Was it 11 or was it 9? It was something stupid like that. Some some just ungodly amount. This was reported, this was reported a while ago. It, it, approximately approximately 2,000 2,000 employees Uh, uh, uh. Call of Duty consumes the time of 4 or 5 Activision Studios according to a headline from 2011 that's you know that's a decade ago Activision puts 
all studios on Call of Duty. Can I get a count here? I'm trying to find how many. How many? It, it's not three. Call of Duty is three developers. To be fair, okay, you're not you're not engaging with what I'm talking about. The report came out. They put every single one of their studios on Call of Duty, and it was like nine studios. I'm not talking about all studios. I'm saying many publishers have that type of resource development capability. No, they don't. That's demonstrably false. That's not true. Ubisoft literally has more employees than Activision, almost double. And in order for Ubisoft to make a Call of Duty rival, they'd have to completely uproot their business structure to do it. That's the entire point. You said all developers have the resources to do this. You found one that might be able to do it if they completely uproot their entire business structure to get all of their studios to make a Call of Duty competitor. What are you even talking about? You overspoke. You said something that was false. I conceded that I misspoke. Concede. You gotta concede. That's not true. If you think there's a bunch of other developers out there that could make Call of Duty, you don't know what you're talking about. You're not looking at the numbers. Duncan with a two-month membership, a milestone of two months. What's up? Been a while. Sorry, I've been busy. Welcome back in, Duncan. Like, listen to the stats. It's 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 staggering. It's absolutely staggering. Even with their weakest title, Call of Duty Vanguard was still one of the best-selling games of 2021. They have approximately 1,200 people working on each version of the game, and another 1,500 are involved in publishing and distribution. What companies do you think can rival that? The franchise is so big, people can't comprehend it. They literally have 1,200 people working on each version of the game, and then 1,500 are involved in publishing and distribution. And you think there's just all these other developers out there that can do that? The reason certain publishers cannot make a game similar to Call of Duty is because they're not skilled enough. Not because they don't have the resources. Gee, many freaking Christmas. You are just typing ignorant statements after ignorant statement. Like, you're just saying things that are ignorant. So the team that worked on Titanfall 2 lacked talent. But they had the resources to build a game and to publish and distribute and to market a game the size of Call of Duty. Do you have any idea how silly what you're saying is? What you're saying is it's just factually bankrupt. It's not true. Rockstar has over 2,000 developers soon within 2,000. Okay. Listen carefully to what I just said. Approximately 1,200 people work on each version of the game. Meaning that's a rotation. 1,200 working on this version, 1,200 working on this version. That's over 2,000 people just building each game on parallel development cycles. And then another 1,500 people are involved in publishing and distribution. Sony knows these numbers because they worked closely with Call of Duty over the years. You're telling me if Embracer Group took all of its 30 to 40,000 employees, it couldn't make something similar in scale of Call of Duty. I'm not talking about quality, I'm talking about scale. He's right there, Chad. He's almost there. He's right there. So close to realizing it. So Embracer Group would have to take all of its employees to rival Call of Duty. You're right there, bro. You're so close to seeing why this would be non-competitive. You're right there. Blizzard Activision has property after property after property. And one, one of those properties has this many people working on it. 
you're talking about an entire company like Ubisoft taking everything and devoting it to one title. You're just, you're so close to seeing how insane this situation is. You're right there. Blizzard Activision doesn't have all of its companies and properties working on Call of Duty. They have one property, and that property is dwarfs. It's just huge compared to the rest of all these other game developers and properties out there. Just one, just COD by itself. And you're like, well, if Embracer Group or Ubisoft literally took their entire company and all their devs, they could make something to scale. What, what the frick? That You know how stupid that would be? You put you talk about putting all your eggs in one basket. That that's everybody. That's everything. That means every project comes to a screeching halt just to rival one of the properties of Blizzard Activision. If Ubisoft took all of their developers, they'd have the ability to make something similar in scale. They would have to take them off all of their other franchises, but they could potentially do it. Y'all, oh, you're so close. You're right there. They would have to take them off of all of their other franchises to do it. Oh, he's right there. You're right there, buddy. My point is that if they took that risk, they could do it. Uprooting their structure is what Activision has been doing. It's not impossible, clearly. Activision didn't just decide to put all those devs on COD. It took decades to build it. Exactly. It said publishers have the ability. Stop misquoting and gaslighting. Oh, you didn't say all developers? Oh, Chad, it's my favorite. I'm gaslighting. Mm. Oh, I can't wait to scroll back up. Where'd it go? Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, it's so difficult to do. Mm. Where is the statement? I have to find it, chat. Oh, man. What's his username? Shoot. I'm literally scrolling up in chat. You 100% all developers. You did. Oh, where is it? Oh, here it is. Here it is. This is a disingenuous comparison because all of these companies have the resources to make a game of similar scale to Call of Duty. These are not metaphorical children. I en- I engage with that statement. All of these companies, all, all of them, all these companies out here could do this. That's why I said it's ridiculous. When I when you said that, I said it's demonstrably false. And I said all of these companies, who, who? You had to run to like Ubisoft and Embracer Group, and then you're like, oh, by the way, they'd have to completely uproot their entire business structure, take all their franchises, and put them on hold. But yeah, they all have the resources. All? Well, you came up with two. If they turn all their other games down like Activision did. Okay. Talk about a goalpost-moving backpedaler. But I'm gaslighting. Okay. Sure. Keep repackaging your argument as you lose pound for pound. They lack scale because the publisher didn't use all of its studios to make Titanfall. I just appreciate you conceding the point that it would be anti-competitive to take a 10-year, a decade-long establishment of a franchise and a game and, and, and nine-something studios working 
thousands upon thousands of employees working on Call of Duty. I love you conceding that these other companies would have to completely uproot their business structure to even attempt to build something at that scale. I appreciate you conceding that it would be anti-competitive. You're literally conceding it with your point. You are you are proving that it would be anti-competitive because the only way somebody would make something the size and scale, they'd have to completely uproot everything they're working on to do it. And even then, it's not they're competing with an established franchise. They're com- they're competing with the with the reigning champion. So you you you've literally unintentionally proven that yes, it would be anti-competitive. Because you're having to run to companies the size of Ubisoft or Embracer Group to be like, well, yeah, they'd have to completely stop all projects, get all people, you know, rooted into one con- one content piece, one platform, one project, and then try to compete with Call of Duty, which would be really tough because Call of Duty already has massive market share with like Warzone hitting records of 10 billion logins a month. But yeah, they could totally do that if they wanted to. Yes, and that would be absolutely destructive. Their shareholders would probably sue them and they would lose tons of money. So thank you for conceding the point that it would be anti-competitive to take Call of Duty at the size and scope that it is as a franchise and put it on one platform. You've proven me right. You've proven Sony correct. This would be anti-competitive to do this. Look at the tectonic shifts and moves companies would have to do to even come close to this level of size. It's not possible. It's not possible. That doesn't make it anti-competitive. What are you talking about? They just have to kill the rest of their portfolio. <laughs> it's like you don't read what you type. <laughs> it doesn't make it anti-competitive. They would just have to kill the rest of their portfolio. Do you even read what you write? Bro. Wait, what? Read that. What are you talking <laughs> Oh, golly. We did it, chat. We did it. We got it. We got it. We got a bad... We got the bad take of the day. Holy freaking moly, that's bad. Bro, they would just have to do something that is financially reckless that would likely get them sued by their shareholders. But, homie, that's that's not anti-competitive. <laughs> <laughs> it's not anti-competitive you just have to completely uproot your entire business structure kill all your franchises probably lose millions of dollars and hope to have something that rivals uh, you know a 20 year old franchise <laughs> you gotta try to rival a 20 year old franchise and in the process maybe go bankrupt but it's not anti-competitive at all <laughs> oh golly frick jeepers it's like I'm playing cards with my brother's kids. Alright. We gotta get this thing going. We gotta get this thing going. We're up against the wall. Oh, golly. The real question is, what's the FTC decide to do? We'll have to wait. We'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait until. We'll have to wait until. Okay. Okay. 
Legally, there's literally nothing about that that would be anti-competitive. Okay. We'll see who ends up being right. anti-competitive they just have to stop putting out competing titles in other game genres to compete with one title (laughs) it's right (laughs) it's not anti-competitive they just have to completely abandon all other markets to compete with one title it'll be good for the industry except not at all All right. Okay. You guys should get redirected. If you don't get redirected, I will put a link uh, in the chat. That link in the chat is to the new stream. We're going to take a look at the new Gotham Knights gameplay. I think it actually looks a little bit better. So let's take a look at it, okay? Gotham Knights has new gameplay. We have looked at Gotham Knights gameplay up to this point and analyzed it, seeing what we felt like was sort of a reduction in quality, a stiffness, and they've recently released Gotham Knights' new gameplay of Batgirl, looking a little bit better, honestly, not necessarily where it was when the game was first revealed. If you go back and look at the original Gotham Knights reveal, where she's on the bike and she's jumping around and it's snowing, there was a fluidity, there was a smoothness that has seemed to have gone down. We're going to take a look at this brand new footage and break it down. If you missed my live stream, make sure and hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you are here for them. Just this morning, we talked about the Microsoft Activision deal and why 